Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good, good. We're we're back again, back in this very busy month of October, Um, but we did find time to bring out a little special episode for you guys. Um, Found time to watch four films. (laughs) We started it so we shall finish it. Um, Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about, uh, we're finishing off our Saw retrospective. Uh, Of course, we started this uh, a few episodes back, um, so definitely go check that out before you listen to this one if you haven't already. Um, We've already covered the first three Saw movies in depth. Um, and so in this episode we will be cover, covering the last four um, of course and all of this is in, in anticipation of Jigsaw which comes out later this month which we're both super excited for hype train um, baby exactly it's definitely the most excited I've been for a film for the show so far like I just mm. cannot wait I just we'll, we'll get into it but god I, god, I hope it's good <laughs> um, but yeah we'll get to all that good stuff um, a little bit of housekeeping before we do the news um, a few sort of shows that we've covered uh, or shows that we've covered films that we've covered for the show um, are sort of more readily available so obviously I don't think we like actually mentioned it on the show but Cult of Chucky is available worldwide now in America mm. um, it came out last week it's a shame that the UK is like gets at the end of the month um, but yeah it's available obviously on DVD Blu-ray and it's on Netflix in America so it's mm, awesome you can, you can watch this uh, day and day. Has, it been, has it been confirmed for UK Netflix or are we just getting Blu-rays right I now I don't know about that I, it's de- yeah, de- it was definitely like day and date with everything in America and I know we mm. get it on the 23rd Blu-ray so I'm not too sure if we get it on Netflix yeah. that day as well. Guess we'll see. I'm yeah. still keeping my sick Blu-ray pre-order. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, definitely go check it out if you haven't already. Um, another one, this is a real weird one, but do you remember that movie we saw like a year ago <laughs> called Friend Request? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, so it's not really a great movie, but it just came out for some unknown reason in American cinemas. Yeah, it's um, bizarre. Yeah, I was seeing like a like you know a few people talking about it, and I was like, wait, is this the same friend request? And yeah, we yeah same like over a year ago. Yeah, um, well this this was made in Europe, wasn't mm-hmm. it? I think was it like Germany or somewhere? I believe it's a German film. Yeah. Um, but it but it looks like an American movie. Mm. Um, like it's it, where is it? I can't I can't remember where it's set, but it feels like it was set in America, but or it feels like American to me. Yeah. So like I I was surprised when we saw that back on the when we did the show and obviously the fact that it's uh, German is probably why it's had a delay in in the states. Yeah, so obviously, you know some distribution label was waiting for Halloween release. Yeah, it's a real strange one, but yeah, obviously we're not going to be talking about it now because we literally done an episode on it last year. Um, mm. So if you do want to hear our thoughts on it, go check out episode thirty. Um, back, back in last year, yeah, it was a very long time ago. I think it was around about sort of maybe this time last year, sort of late September. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I thought that was worth mentioning because I saw a lot of people talking about that. Um, mm. But yeah, so so the news this week, uh, there is a lot again, which is cool. <laughs> we had the kind of off week last week. Um, there's a lot of really good ones for me personally, and I don't know if you saw any of this, but this was the thing that I got most excited for. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead Season 3. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was super happy to see this. Uh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. We, we knew obviously that the, the season had... Been... Ash is going back to school. <laughs> we, we, we knew that uh, it had been, um, been filmed and, and was just waiting and obviously everyone was scared of this insanely packed uh, October. Um, there was a lot of rumours it was coming back sort of early next year and we now have the premiere date uh, which is Sunday, February 25th, 2018. Um, so Do they not realise it's it's going to make it illegible for the SHB 2017 Television Award? I know that is a shame. That is a shame. But hey, at least someone else will get a look in. <sighs> yeah, fair. Because I feel like after season two, if it continues on that trend, it's just going to walk the, the the award anyway. But I mean, 
I mean, yeah. we're, we're forgetting Game of Thrones, bro. I'm definitely not. Um, <laughs> Ash vs. Evil Dead is so awesome. I, I love it. I adore it. It's, it really puts me in a happy place like I don't think any other show is capable of where I really switch my brain off when I watch it. I don't care about like plot intricacies and all the frustrations that I have with other shows like American Horror Story. I just I just sit and have a big stupid grin on my face the entire time. Um, it's one of those. Yeah, shows I'm just I'm happy just... to see Bruce Campbell in legitimate work. <laughs> I'm like, just happy uh, it exists. Like, happy. Can you believe that that's one of the things that's still relevant today? Is like Bruce Campbell playing Ash. Like, I just love it. Um, yeah, it's uh, nuts. Like, he, it definitely wouldn't work in films these days. So I'm super glad that they found this this weird little niche. Um, obviously, shout out to Stars, the network who produce it, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have such a wonderful show. Yeah, I was gonna say making making you know saying he's relevant today is a bit of a shout. I don't know whether he was ever <laughs> relevant, but he's certainly still on television today. He's playing relevant Ash. to me, goddammit. <laughs> um, there, I think there has been a few sort of um, different plot things they've revealed. I haven't really read into it too much. I don't think it's mm. in the trailer yet. Um, I'm assuming we'll get it soon, though. But yeah, it was more the premiere date that I cared about because now we know. When yeah, we got we it. got a. Uh, it was like a one minute teaser, but it, I don't think it. I think it was all like just uh, imagery and text. Right. Um, I can't. I watched something anyway. Maybe yeah. it was a fake. <laughs> probably. But yeah, that's super. Probably, I think like the creeper was in it from Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Weird. Uh, that movie's apparently out. Nah, bollocks. Bollocks is that movie out. <laughs> I need to like keep checking because yeah, apparently that movie's out. So I can all wait for our episode on that. It's episode just, just going to be it's just going to be in people's sub boxes one day. They're just going to see like Jeepers <laughs> Creepers free and be like, oh no. I reckon it's going to be like that day when you two took over our iPhones and just yeah. downloaded their new album. <laughs> just one one them switch on my my iPad and it's like, oh look, Jeepers Creepers three, sweet. Uh, no, it'll just be in a, in an old DVD on your like bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next one is a is a delay. Um, that movie called Polaroid, which I'm pretty sure already got oh, a yeah. delay. Um, mm. Well, I oh, know this isn't a delay. It's been moved. up You mean say cheese and die? <laughs> yeah. Um, I I remember it was, was supposed to be covering that early on in the year. Um, mm. I think it got moved to December first, and now it's been moved to November twenty second. Um, cool. Keep I, that I schedule packed. I could have sworn this was more of a news story, otherwise I don't think I'd have read it, because it's, it's only been moved a week, so I really don't care. <laughs> I thought that was like a big delay. Um, so, yeah, let's move on. I've got about those seven days, man. I know. Well, no, you get it seven days quicker, mate. Yeah, but... You don't... You, you're I, I don't now, I've scheduled... You? Yeah, I've scheduled myself for that 1st of December. Yeah, that's fair. Ugh. Um... This other one I should have mentioned at the top of the show, but uh, Raw, a movie that we covered uh, earlier on in the year that we're both big fans of, that for some unknown reason got a UK cinema release, <laughs> which is how we got to see it. Um, it yeah. It's arriving on sort of more platforms. Is apparently also available now on American Netflix, um, <laughs> which is really cool. Like the fact that Netflix is really picking up a lot. Yeah, Netflix is killing it, man. Mm, like it's really really cool to see that so many of these because before you would have to wait such a long time. For these it's movies. a shame, you know. It's US Netflix that seems to be killing it. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder i wonder like i need to keep an eye on shutter like i wonder yeah. uh, what that's doing over here maybe that's getting some of the netflix pools yeah ex exactly because they seem to be making more waves over here like i hear a lot of people in the uk talking about shutter almost more than they do mm. in america um, mm. but yeah that was a cool one um we've got another release date that's sort of been bumped i think this is the more worthwhile one four days <laughs> um no this is worthwhile so this is Eli Roth's next movie, uh, Death Wish, which is a Ooh. remake uh, starring Bruce Willis. Um, this was originally November 22nd. So, wait, that's the date that Polaroid is now coming out. Nah, I got scared of Polaroid. Exactly. <laughs> because now it's coming out March 2nd, 2018. <sighs> I got real scared of Polaroid. Yeah, um, 
Oh, it literally says in the news story that probably that it's scared of Polaroid. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It does. It says Polaroid is Coco, which is that Disney movie. But yeah, I think that's pretty funny. That's, um, that's hilarious. There's there's a lot of never never will the words Coco and Polaroid <laughs> be used in the same sentence again. We shall see. Um, <laughs> this one I actually forgot. I wouldn't have buried this so low down. But did you see like all of the X Files news that came out? Yeah. Uh, this week. Yeah, so there's a trailer. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Um, yeah, it's not a trailer, man. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's the, it's literally uh, again, unless I saw something else. But this, I saw it on my <laughs> Did Twitter. It have a in it? <laughs> no, this this was literally a one. This was actually a one minute trailer of just Mulder and Scully's face mm. still with their voices talking. <laughs> and it got about thirty seconds in. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to see this. So I didn't. Yeah. I just switched it off. <laughs> fair it's enough. it's a weird one because it's um. Is it New New York Comic Con or what's going yeah, on right now? Yeah, and so kind of all all the the stars are there, um, and so is Chris Carter, and they've done a load of interviews, and they're basically saying like um, they're going to be exploring. They, they've they've announced that William is going to be returning, hmm. uh, Mulder and Scully's estranged child. Yeah, he was one of the we... people that mentioned loads in the last season. Yeah, but like we haven't seen him since the OG kind of seasons where when he was given up for adoption when he was kind of i don't know I'm at, he was like 10 maybe i don't know maybe not even that old maybe yeah. like five or six i can't remember that mm. no hang on no he was no he was a baby when he got given up for adoption my bad maybe we saw him as a child no that was something else it was a baby i don't you think we've seen him you since baby. Yourself, yeah, I, I have no idea yeah, I, am. I think it was just baby i think the child i was thinking of wasn't wasn't william um yeah, so, he, so we haven't seen him since he was a baby, uh, you know, but, like, massive character in the, the kind of whole mythos, so that's pretty cool. Mm. Um, there's there's going to be talks of a Skinner kind of back episode, which I don't really care about, um, <laughs> and more Cancer Man yeah. back episodes. Um, and the fact that we recently saw him in a film shows that he's still around. Yep. I can't remember what that film was now. Nope. Uh, it was you, you said he was in Death Note, but I've seen that movie that twice was it. and I still didn't him. <laughs> he, he's definitely in Death Note, that's the one. Yeah, he's in Death Note. He's like a news reporter. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, and like there's there's apparently going to be like four or five episodes which are more in line with the comedic episode, the, the, the right. kind of, you know, the, the one that everyone loves from the last season. I heard that they were doing a lot of Monster of the Week episodes. More so. Yeah, they said there's going to be like four or five in this one, but I'm, I'm a little bit worried that it's going to be focused on, yeah, it's going to be focused on the comedy of that episode and not so much the Monster of the Week. Hmm. I want, I enjoyed the comedy in that episode, but I don't want that from my X-Files at you know for the whole thing because it just gets a bit crazy yeah um so we'll see yeah this is this is cool we, i don't think it has a date i think it just says 2018 i would have to assume hopefully it's early 2018 mm. but you would have expected a date out of this which is kind yeah of it's getting scared of that ash versus evil dead no no they were like <laughs> we're gonna drop a date and then they heard they they had the mic ready and then they heard like ash versus evil dead there's like whoa <laughs> when's that polaroid coming out <laughs> uh it was, it was only a week wasn't it um <laughs> So yeah, th- th- this was cool to see. Um, so a lot of quotes as well coming from Julian Anderson. Um, I think it would probably be a bit too much to get into it now, but I thought it was worth noting if people are super interested in this to go check it out because I think it was when she was at Comic Con she got asked a lot of different questions about mm. the future of the franchise and she's basically saying a lot of stuff like she doesn't want to do any more. She felt like the last season felt like it ended on such a huge cliffhanger that she almost felt obliged for the fans to come back to like end the story. Um, hmm. She feels like that this season does have a definitive conclusion, so she won't. She doesn't want to come back. There's, there's some interesting quotes in there, but without me yeah. saying it all, I think people should. I'm done. Up. I'm done. 
like as a as a massive x-files fan i was like mm. i didn't need it to return and when it returned it just kind of didn't really scratch an itch that i didn't have so i mean some people not... say it was never even that good in the first place yeah i mean <laughs> that's some people it's a weird one because i like i don't think personally it's aged that well but i still see why i mean it was so huge at the time like, yeah was... i i can't i can't um diss it because of my love for it at the time mm. but if i was watching x-files from season one first time in 2017 i think i would struggle yeah but i that 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 show will always have a special place in my heart so i'm definitely watching this new season yeah i'm excited for it for sure um a couple more i've just deleted a few that aren't even worth talking about um wow. this next one is is regarding halloween of course next year's film the next year's big film that everyone's already talking about um a few more little quotes have come out basically confirming a few things that we already th- uh, thought um basically that it will retcon everything post the original movie so including halloween 2 as well really um, yeah he he basically said so carpenter said uh, quote it's kind of i don't know how to describe it it's almost an alternative uh, alternative reality it picks up after the first one and it pretends that none of the others were made it's going to be fun a really talented director and it was well written i'm very impressed um so yeah this is kind of what we thought we assumed it was going to be something along those lines are you telling me that josh harnett's no longer her son he's no longer canon i'm afraid (sighs) i don't don't know man i don't know if i can handle this i was hoping for a cameo yeah i mean we talk a lot lately it's been a it's been a topic of discussion i think we'll talk about it in this episode regarding saw as well but when we talked about colt chucky when we talked about leatherface you know canon law history of these franchises yeah retconning <laughs> yeah like it's something we've talked about a lot lately in regards to something like colt chucky you it's it's law is one of its most positives because they've kept mm. it so clean throughout the years and then whereas a movie yeah. like leatherface is like we would love it if they just disregarded everything because it's such a mess at this point trying to tie it to one two or three things yeah. is just crazy or um, just don't make a leatherface movie <laughs> you know that would 100 percent be a, a very good option um <laughs> but so yeah in regards to halloween i feel like that's almost on that level as well where you have like you know you have remakes which already make things messy and you have all this yeah. stuff that i'm i'm totally fine with them just disregarding stuff um i don't want it to be like oh you need to have seen like the first four movies to understand this movie like i, I don't know it, it gets weird um to be honest I yeah i, I see remake halloween free because that would be the best thing to do i see your point but I, I almost feel like they should just disregard everything and just be like it's halloween mm. it's laurie strode she's she can be you know um uh jamie lee curtis's age now she doesn't have to have like a history or if she does it could be do some sort of flashback or something like i, I and just be like it's standalone thing mm. it's going to be called halloween right it's not going to be called like halloween 2.0 yeah they've said it's just called halloween yeah so i just I feel like attaching it it's already got like it's already got baggage mm. like it, don't get me wrong it's not got bad baggage but you think of like you know we'd spoke you know you just spoke a leather face like this baggage of of trying to attach it to a to an original it's just like let just let it be its own thing like it's just weird now that because didn't carpenter did he do two i think so i think i'm pretty sure he did two instantly after the first one Mm. yeah i'm pretty confident he did two um Um, certainly like deborah did and stuff i know he didn't direct it no but was he like did he write it he wrote it with deborah yeah yeah right i thought that was the case um so so like do you know i mean he's retconning his own timeline at this point yeah, well, I mean, it's not really him, though, is it? Because he's, he's involved. He's no, I guess. The, he's yeah. not writing it. He's not directing it. Um, mm. 
this is kind of the main but i guess thing. like you know if you've got a great idea and you want to pick a starting point i guess we've got to the point with these movies like comic books has, has got where you just kind of like cherry pick and go right we want x y and z and then we're going to bring one two and three to it as well yeah you know which is cool you know you do you halloween mm, we shall see on that one um a couple more to just to round us off uh, this one i thought was quite interesting so uh, I think this was a scoop on Bloody Disgusting, but they kind of learned that a couple of horror sequels had been filmed uh, secretly, um, <laughs> and they were shown like kind of test screenings, uh, or they weren't shown, but there, there were test screenings, and that's how they discovered these movies existed. So Jeepers Creepers 4. <laughs> I hope so. Um, no, it's Unfriended has got a sequel. Um, All right. Supposedly called Unfriended Game Night. Um, did we do a show Sweet. on Unfriended? It's hard to tell. It seems like we did. Hmm. But was that friend request? Yeah, I mean, one of those has a really good scene that I always reference, and I can never remember which movie. I believe it's, I believe it's Unfriended. I think yeah, Unfriended because... was the better of the two. I don't know whether we did it for the show. I don't think we did, and yeah, I think Unfriended is the better of the one. It's the one that's set all on a computer, which is cool. Whereas, yes. Yeah, friend request is kind of like the ghost that's killing all our yeah. friends, which is... No, Unfriended, yeah, we didn't we didn't do Unfriended, um, but yeah, that was the one I kind of liked. So yeah, it's cool that it's got a sequel. Um, <clears> it's weird that it's been shot in secret, you know, who knows when this mm. is going to be released. Um, also, the other film is The Gallows. Has supposedly got a sequel shot. Um, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that movie? No, yes. I didn't. I can't, really, I can't really comment on that one, but I thought that was quite interesting. I think these are both Bloomhouse productions as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't think was... I saw the gallows. Let me. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that it's uh, that they've both been you know filmed secretly. I don't know what they're doing with that. Maybe they're going to drop them both secretly. Oh uh, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. It's like it's one of those ones where um, it, we might just end up covering the movie out of nowhere. You know, I quite like that. I like when movies just drop out of nowhere. Yeah, um, definitely. So to round us off with a final news story, some would say I've saved the best till last. Um, we've got to have our weekly dose of Terminator news. Sweet. So the one person we haven't talked about. I mean, we've talked about James Cameron. We've talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've talked about Linda Hamilton. I mean, who? Don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. Franchise? Don't do it to me. Um, Don't you dare. I'll give you the headline first and, and get your hopes up, which is that uh, T-1000 actor Robert Patrick would return <laughs> to the Terminator franchise. Um, you see that. Would you return. Think, you think that's brilliant. Mm. That's his quote. So, He's like, no one spoke to me, but my f- I, I, I've brought a second phone and I've just put James Cameron's number in it. So if, if he calls, I'll answer. He pretty much said that. He, yeah. he he so I think he got asked by movie web he said like would you would you be on board for Terminator 6 and like, reply, do I like money <laughs> his reply was quote absolutely anybody asks me to do anything return anywhere I am there end quote <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm on board like let's let's make it happen like we got we got to get the band back together. If we've got everyone else. We have to get Robert Patrick. So yeah, I think <laughs> I think at this point they'd be missing such a trick if they didn't mm. have him. Like he wants it so bad. Like <laughs> and everyone else wants it so bad. Yeah. Like, but that means that means as well he's probably looking to get a dog at revive in X Files. Yeah, I so, was going to say he must be doing that because he's because well, he's, like, he's all down for everything. So. His only two cash cows are both getting like resurgences, so he must be loving life right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a good one. There, there was actually one smaller thing I forgot to mention. Uh, another movie that's coming out on Friday the thirteenth of October. Um, also, uh, Happy Death Day has got a delay in the UK, so that's not out till the um which is frustrating uh, for us. UK getting nerfed. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it is still worldwide Friday the thirteenth. Like it has it on the poster and everything. They were so tied to that date, so mm. God knows why they pushed it a week. Um, but 
another film that is coming out to Netflix, so it's a Netflix original this Friday the 13th, is The Babysitter. Um, there's a trailer on Netflix right now, and it looks really cool. Um, it's a, it's a definitely a more comedy-focused horror. Um, the kind of initial setup is, the you know, this kid has this babysitter and her friends stay over, and then they end mm. up doing these kind of, like, human sacrifices. Um, and he's kind of, like, running around his house trying to survive and calling the police, and no one believes him. And it, it looks like, tonally, it's got the right tone for that type of movie. <laughs> Um, it looks like a fun movie, a fun Netflix movie. Yeah, um, seeing it, it, it almost reminded me of like um, the South Park joke, um, where the um, kid is like the the is it Ike is, is sleeping with the teacher and the police won't believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, almost yeah. yeah, and it's almost like that because it's like a young, it's a young boy, isn't it? And like yeah. a, a hot babysitter, and he's mm. like. She's being all weird, and her friends are coming over and making out, and yeah. they're they're and like they're in the lingerie, and the police are like, yeah, okay, you go enjoy that, mate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it's stuff like that. From I think that's the one, isn't it? I it think is, I've seen yeah, some yeah, talk trailer. Like a, yeah, there's like a lesbian cheerleader and stuff. Like it's mm. very tongue in cheek. You know? Yeah, and I feel like he like tries to get contact. The neighbors are like, you know, why are you here? Yeah, exactly. go back to your house. So yeah, I think it's I think yeah. it looks like it's a good time for sure. It's mm. definitely one that we'll we'll, we'll we'll try and cover when we get time. Um. Obviously yeah, it's, it's a weird month. one. <laughs> but I think mm. it looks a lot of fun. I'm glad yeah. Netflix is doing stuff like this, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's all the news for this week. Christ, luckily we've not got four movies to talk about. <laughs> I mean, we may as well just start right now, because we need to get into it. So let's talk about, or let's finish off our big Saw retrospective. So some things we happened. so we left off at the end of Saw three with the death of Jigsaw <gasps> and the death of Amanda. How are they ever going to recover from the death of Jigsaw? So, you know, we're now going to be talking about four movies where our lead villain is dead. How how our previous lead villain though? Yeah, not some would say not the true villain of the franchise. Let's just say that. Whoa, I mm-hmm. mean, Jigsaw was just trying to do good. Yeah, exactly. He's not really a true villain. <laughs> so yeah, we we pick up in. Saw 4, basically, straight off the heels of Saw 3, with uh, Jigsaw on a, uh, on a... On a slab. In a, yeah, on a, on a slab, being having a nice little gruesome autopsy scene. The autopsy of John Kramer. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty gross autopsy scene. Mm, really well done. Um, really reminds me of the of the, the surgery scenes uh, in 3 and how really graphic that felt. Yeah, yeah. Um, really cool to see and yeah obviously yeah. they 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 find the tape um with hoffman who kind of it's it's not it's unclear why hoffman is specifically called there um mm. you know he kind of ends up with the tape and listens to it and the tape says very specific stuff to hoffman um i almost think like man it's really lucky no one else heard that tape <laughs> yeah especially the people who found it um and yeah it kind of there's a lot of loose ends at the end of free which this movie deals in uh it, you know it is a direct sequel to free in every single way um, a lot of the loose ends involving Matthews, involving obviously Rig, um, mm. like it, kind of like, everyone. You know, the the guy who survived three, who no one remembers. Yeah, you know, he 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 only killed Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the most pointless characters in yeah. all the franchise history. The one who killed Jigsaw. Um, yeah, kind. I kind of respect that now. It's so 
it's so funny like watching these movies mm. and the things that made me overtly angry about the franchise when it when it was when it was happening mm. i now kind of like kind of love because yeah. like i remember jeff like made me so angry and like mm. i still don't like him but i find it hilarious that they like they didn't place the death the death of jigsaw on a mantle it was just like it it, it it was that guy because jigsaw was on a clock and it mm. it happened to be it worked well for his game you exactly. know yeah, he had loads of games to do this just happened to be the one that was ongoing at that time yeah and obviously as we learned throughout the next four movies he also had many other people that he wanted to test that that was he'd already pl- put the plan in motion after his death um, mm. which is a really cool idea like obviously with this franchise it's... that's what you have to do when you kill your main character yeah. off in the most the biggest horror movie franchise in like 20 years exactly yeah you kill off your <laughs> since your scream probably and then the movies are still making a s- silly amount of money at the box office so they kind of have to retcon it and continue to make these movies um and that's one of the weird things looking back on it because obviously we haven't had a saw movie for seven years now um, made 14 so times its budget it's, it's insane isn't it like these mm. literally were printing money at the time um but yes it's hard to put yourself in that place of when these were coming out you know when this was literally every single october without a, without you know they didn't miss a single year mm. post one through seven and so they were on a clock to make these movies and I, i'm really surprised at the overall quality of these movies um yeah watching them um obviously we're going to go through sort of movie by movie but like rewatching Saw Four, I think it's definitely one of the weakest. Um, mm. You know, I think it's the second weakest for I me. I agree. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't, don't want to kind of talk about the future stuff, but yeah, second weakest for me. Um, it's, yeah, I think it's... we'll rank them at the end. We'll yeah. we'll do we'll do our own unofficial lists of the yeah, ranking. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, be I reckon I reckon they'll align pretty close. Yeah, I mean it's it's I think it's fairly undisputed because yeah, going into four, <laughs> I remember... oh, I'll dispute it, motherfucker. <laughs> I remember thinking like, oh yeah, it was a, it was a cool movie, and obviously like the main, obviously I don't know if we mentioned, but it goes without saying that we're gonna spoil the shit out of all the. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think what we're gonna do is we're not really gonna go into plot deep. No, we're just gonna no we're point. just gonna just we're just talking the through these movies, our thoughts. We're gonna be spoiler. We're having a good time. We're thinking yeah, about we're sort talking of. about sort of which which bits we liked from the movies, which mm. bits we didn't, and kind of which bits we remember going forward. Yeah. Um. So yeah. For me, this is always remembered as this is you know the coming out party for Hoffman as a character. Yeah. Um, also the reveal. rig movie. <laughs> I was like the rig movie. I was oh, like yeah, the rig movie. Yeah. Like I was literally like I mean when this first came out, I was like who the hell's Rick? <laughs> I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just like being like, is he a guy that was in the other movies? <laughs> like, and he is barely in. Like, he's mm. in. He's just like angry faced in two and three for a yeah. bit. Yeah, it is funny though. I like the way that they bring in these characters who are almost nonities in previous movies. Yeah, I love it. I love um, it. It's like, all oh, right, it's gonna be your movie now. Like, yeah, it's like good luck. Like, if these movies continue to make money, you'll end up being the lead by the end of this. Um, yeah, because at the time I was like, oh, okay, so now, so now Hoffman's like the detective, and like that's <laughs> gonna be a thing. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> and it's really cool rewatching these. You know, the fact that Hoffman, the, the Hoffman tease, is there for free. Mm. Um, I think that goes a long way rewatching these movies in regards to his importance in the overall franchise. If yeah. there's less retconning when you actually see him there. Yeah, I think it. I think that was the other thing when I watched this. You know, um, my two my two biggest gripes with the franchise when I when I watched this kind of back in the day was Jeff, and it was <laughs> I didn't like Hoffman. Yeah. And I straight up didn't like him. I was like, you're not Jigsaw. I don't like your face. I don't like the way you talk. I just don't want you in my film. And, like, I I don't feel that at all anymore. Mm. Um, like, 
I I don't necessarily I wouldn't want him any further. Like he was he kind of outstayed his welcome for a film, but we'll get to that point. Mm-hmm. But like um I really love this this story this like because for for most people saw is the cinema experience to see some crazy gory stuff. Mm. Whereas actually if you follow this storyline all the way through, you know, you've got this you've got the jigsaw um um you know the character and you've got his um whole um mantra where you know john kramer is you know becoming jigsaw trying to change people he does believe that he's not doing bad even though he definitely is um but you know he feels like he's teaching lessons to people that deserve it and then he's he's trying so hard to like live beyond himself and find someone he can mentor Mm. and obviously like amanda seems more like would have been a viable subject but then like he chooses hoffman and then hoffman has a completely different agenda so these Mm. movies take take on the life of itself and it kind of to me it makes so much more sense why like post three the movies do become so much more and i don't like this term but i think it has to be used there's so much more torture porny Mm. um because 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 it but it but it makes sense because it's hoffman and hoffman is just a straight up psychopath who wants to kill people yeah and so it does make and like when i'm watching back in the day yeah (laughs) it makes perfect sense like it literally i mean the only thing is it, it does start to do it within three but within three as well, you do have the Hoffman presence because three is the obviously jumping ahead. But like we realize that Hoffman's been involved longer than that. Yeah. But um, three is the first time there's mention of another like disciple. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they hint another. Yeah. And so it's kind of like when it becomes, you know, three does have the hint of it more. Well, more than a hint of the torture porn. But then like these ones are just straight up crazy. Yeah. Some of the scenes in these are just nuts. Yeah, I mean, one of my notes as a sort of overall for the franchise when I finished watching it was, like, I wish there was less traps. Um, mm. because in they the feel less days, special. Yeah, they really do, especially in the last few, which we'll get into. But they're, they're just, they clearly hit this beat where, like, especially the intros of these movies is the biggest mm. issue. Is like, they need to have that big, gory moment up front. Well, because this this intro was the, it was the one with the, um... The, the two guys with their chains around their neck one one yeah, had his mouth stitched up and one had his eyes stitched up and mm. they were getting like sucked in yeah and yeah it just wasn't a very good trap and it it served no real purpose and it was just super like you know the, at the end of the trap he just straight up rips his lips open I'm like yeah. why why'd you do that mate like mm-hmm. you could have done that earlier or just don't do it like wait yeah. till you can see a paramedic they can do it they can do it properly yeah yeah, I hated uh, visually that trap, and I, I also think that the fact that they try and, or they do, make, like, the guy who, so that guy's called Art Blank, that character, yeah. he becomes really an important role in the, in Saw 4, mm. and, like, that feels so cheesy to me, where it's like, oh, it's really lucky that he happened to win that trap, like, he the odds yeah. weren't stacked in his favour, he could have easily died, and then, really, the main trap, which is kind of, um what rig's going on you know he's going through this entire thing that's crazy that ultimately ends with him trying to save matthew and what he thinks yeah Hoffman's lives yeah um, and so i that... really i really enjoyed that just to say like i really enjoyed the whole it felt like jigsaw was trying to recruit rig um yeah. or like teach you know like teach him a lesson and almost recruit him like you know see what i see kind of act mm. as i act and all of that stuff and like each trap as crazy as it was was and like i did enjoy most of those traps Mm. because they 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 had the purpose of that they 
you know, it, it, again, this is the first movie when you're seeing jigsaw traps that aren't really jigsaw traps. Yeah. And and it is kind of like they're designed with the mindset that the person can get free and he can save them, but he can't. Like, yeah. they're all done for. And, like, one of them, he has to straight up, the guy who's, like, going to, like, stab his eyes out or get his legs ripped off. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, he's done. Like, yeah. he's, he, doesn't stand, he doesn't have a prayer. Was, but stuff it... like that is so unnecessary to me. Mm. You know, like, I, they're, they're the type of traps where I'm just, like, less is more, you know. The fact that when you see Amanda with that, obviously, the jaw machine in the first movie and stuff, like, that has such a big impact. And, like, mm. think about how, you know, clean and, 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 like, sterile the first trap is in the original Saw movie. You know, it's, like, yeah. guys in locked in a room, whereas... The whole thing does become these real quick traps where obviously that the Amanda one had a specific timer on it, and then pretty yeah. much from that stage forward, everything has to have like a really it's like a long game with a bunch yeah. of really quick traps in it. And I don't know, like, I don't think that works as well. Like, it's a shame that they keep redoing that. No, and I'm pretty sure, in is it, it's pretty much all it's it's pretty much I was trying to think, uh, four six and seven maybe five as well each of them pretty much have an hour time a start when there's an yeah, hour left I in the film the la- i think the last four do <laughs> yeah or maybe all four of them yeah mm. so suddenly we have an hour countdown so like we almost have an in-game clock yeah on the film where we know like oh there's 10 minutes left of the film exactly and it's 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 really bizarre like it's not something you know you don't get that in a film <laughs> well it all comes from free when when we talked about free and how you know mm. jeff's jeff's one of the first people that has his own specific game his own yeah. personal game that involves a bunch of people where he's walking around loads of different traps and has mm. these kind of options to save Yeah, and people. each one of those, each film pretty much has that thereafter. Yeah, I mean, this one in four in particular, what we're still obviously trying to talk about, like Rig is, that, that's the exact same thing. Like Rig has this mm. game where he's going from one person to the next and he has the option to save them. The thing, the thing that's funny about Rig is he is literally going across town. Yeah. Like, like, um, Jeff was trapped and had to play him. Like Rig is like just straight up driving around town. Like it's almost like, um, Oh shit! What's that game called? Uh, Quantic Dream game. Oh, heavy right, rain. Heavy rain. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like heavy rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going around and got all these traps, but yeah, it, it's a it's a weird one. Like I think yeah. uh, Saw Four, it's it's still fun. Like I actually yeah. enjoyed it. It's just a it's such a messy movie. I I enjoyed it, and I think they did a good job to get it back on the rails, where they kind of, you know, I. I feel like there was an overall storyline that they had in place, but like we start, we we see that come into fruition in, into this. Like we see Jill. Yeah. Um, obviously, we get the Hoffman reveal, and and it kind of, you know, it does a good job of of like you say tying up the loose ends of three. The final kind of, I didn't I didn't really like the finale overly, and to, apart from the Hoffman reveal, like it was, it was so clean how just everyone yeah. got you know we we just got we got matthews we well, got rig though, and, isn't it it's like yeah. rig happens to go through the door so then matthews kills him so then yeah. that means matthews dies and and then also uh rig still shoots art so that takes care of him as well yeah so it, it's it's too lucky that everyone gets killed except for yeah hoffman. and how did yeah how did hoffman not get caught in that crossfire yeah just it didn't like, yeah I didn't it didn't like that. I, feel I think it's probably no. the weakest ending out of all the movies except for maybe the last one and so that is why i think it's the second worst movie I yeah think it's cool that it reveals hoffman but especially at the end of this movie it doesn't leave me satisfied with him as a character at all it's like no. oh, okay you're the guy but why are you the guy and so that's why obviously when we get into five and six it then becomes worthwhile um mm. but like actually watching it and also mm. there's like the the other reveal is that this is kind of a lot of this game is going on at the same time as free yeah um, which is really unnecessary yeah so, so jigsaw's pointless. alive for this whole movie yeah like the autopsy scene at the start and is showing yeah. at the end is kind of the only thing that happens like post free 
yeah um, and so the rest of, and that's like a twist for twist's sake really it really really is like, yeah what purpose does that serve that, that yeah well because it, it 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 was kind of it's kind of the last time they try like a crazy twist pretty kind much in, in in regards to time like it does mm. just feel like a complete ripoff of saw 2's twist where the games yeah because yeah you know these games are going on at the same time obviously it brings uh strom uh into the room with jeff um and then again that that death to me is completely pointless like strom just yeah. kills jeff so everything that we happened in free that we went through with jeff that his daughter is locked in this room that he's the one that killed yeah. jigsaw ultimately his death is completely pointless and so that made for me that made me like this movie i think makes free worse in retrospective which is why i don't think it's a very good sequel um you always want to make the movies look better you know in hindsight yeah i think so i think like i say i think the only thing i would say is it does help just give it direction going yeah. forwards so like it yeah and i, it I don't think it's a bad a good movie. place for sure yeah i uh, i did i did like it um but i certainly i think it's second worst as well I think one of the um, the only things I really like is the style of this movie. Um, I kind of asked, uh, I, I want to put it in now as soon as we're talking about Saw 4, but I asked on Twitter sort of people's favourite moments uh, in the overall franchise, and I'll, I'll read a few at the end. But one, one that one person called out that I did want to mention is uh, there's all these, uh, so Pete Burgess was the one that brought it up on Twitter, um, and I completely agree with him that there's these amazing transitions in Saw 4. Um, where kind of like one character will merge into another. Did you did you see that when you mm. mentioned it? Mm. Um, it's really cool. Like it's super well done. Where you have these multiple scenes going on. Someone will like, you know, someone will crash into a window, but then it will cut to they're actually in that room. It's it's a hard one to explain until you actually see it. Yeah. Um, it gives that movie a, a style and a tone. That actually yeah, it's a real style. it's a real cool style. Yeah. Um, that's the, the best... one where they visit. No, that's not where they visit some traps and do that as well. That's a later one, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, but there's maybe, there's maybe a couple. Of, one, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's a couple there's... of really cool transitions that are just yeah, it just gives it a nice style and a nice feel. Obviously, this is the final one that Darren Lynn uh, Bozeman directed, so he did like mm. two, three, and four. So this was the end of his own personal trilogy. Yeah, think, which is odd. Yeah, I think style-wise, yeah, it's definitely R-wise. Uh, sorry, it's it's definitely odd narrative-wise for sure, because like he mm. essentially leaves Hoffman in this place, and then he's not the one who gets to continue it. Um, I, it's odd style-wise as well, because I, I I feel like four is just very different. Like yeah, like you is. say with the, with the transitions and that, it's very odd. Yeah, definitely. It feels um, totally. You know, I think mm. we talked about how he did such a good job of really making it feel like a continuation of James Wan's style mm. in, in the previous two movies. Whereas this is more him trying to go out on his own and be like, mm. okay, this is my third one of these now. I'm starting to personally probably get a bit tired of these movies, and so let's try something different, which which I think did work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, it's an interesting movie. Um, obviously, the the Jill stuff as well. Like, there's a lot we learn about her miscarriage. Um, and, and all this stuff, we, we, we learn, like, who, you know, that's one of the main factors of Jigsaw becoming Jigsaw. Mm. Um, we see Jigsaw's first victim as Cecil, the guy who caused the miscarriage. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it, it, it also brings me to a theory for Jigsaw, which I'll get to at the end of these uh, discussions. <laughs> Still uh, got that theory. A little hint for later on. But, um, yeah, overall, like, Saw 4, definitely one of the weaker ones, but still enjoyable, I'd say. Yeah, um, so going agreed. To 5, like, uh, obviously, it opens with a very over-the-top trap. Uh, my god of the big swinging pendulum <laughs> yeah it was it's a real funny trap because mm. it's kind of just really bizarre and really gruesome yeah um it's real real savage yeah definitely i think it's uh you know I, I i don't really have a big problem with it i think it works quite well and i think narrative wise is it's really interesting because mm. later on in the movie we learned that it was it was hoffman completely on his own it wasn't it serves yeah it serves such a 
good purpose because it seems like crazy and just yeah. overly aggressive but exactly. then it makes perfect sense when you find out why yeah it's, um, it's so over the top and unnecessary but then yeah when you learn that it is just hoffman trying to kill this person mm. who who killed his sister um it makes really good sense obviously it leads us to hoffman's first encounters with jigsaw yeah and kind of uh him becoming his protege their relationship's mm. always super weird um when you see it together like i don't know what you felt about that because you never get a sense of any sort of, I don't know, like or respect between the two. Um, no, I kind of, I really dug it though. Like, yeah. I, I really liked this movie. Like, um, I loved all the retconning uh, mm. that they'd done. Like, Hoffman with all these traps and that. And it, it, it just built on the world and kind of made sense. And I, I really enjoyed Hoffman. And I enjoyed the fact that, like, he wasn't Amanda. 2.0 he was he was just someone that like had his world shattered like his sister was his life and this absolute scumbag just killed her mm. and he snapped and he yeah. was like i'm gonna kill him and then jigsaw like he just used this thing he saw an opportunity as a way yeah to get away with it and so yeah like... and in his mind i feel like he was only ever gonna do that and mm. then stop and then jigsaw like approached him and was like you can't sleep like you're you're broken like become you know become my my protege but he mm. never does he's just like no i'm just broken and i just want to kill people at this point like yeah, exactly. i just I want like... i just want scumbags to pay yeah exactly like i, I like enjoy he, he hears what he wants to hear from jigsaw he yeah. just hears like hey do you want to come help me kill people and he's like sure <laughs> yeah but then jigsaw hears what he wants to hear from hoffman as exactly. well like, like it was he, yeah and so i re i really enjoy it and i really like hoffman is this character that isn't jigsaw like i i didn't like him and i i wanted amanda back in the day to be the the continuation because mm. she was jigsaw 2.0 yeah whereas hoffman isn't jigsaw he's just a straight up crazy man that has has like i like the idea of like someone with jigsaw's skill set training an absolute psychopath yeah do you know what i mean so like he can make these traps which is a bit ludicrous but you know just go with it <laughs> um but is just like a nutcase and doesn't doesn't want anyone to live. He and he he wants to just watch you know the world burn basically. Yeah, and this this movie's great for that because this is the first time obviously we get the reveal at the end of four that he's you know who who he is. Mm. So this is the first four movie that we just get full on crazy Hoffman throughout. You know, as mm. the audience knowing you know they're not trying to do any twists or pull the rug underneath you in regards to who who the actual villain is. It's like nope, no, Hoffman is the big bad guy now. He is the lead villain of this franchise going forward. Um, and I love that. And I think this is clearly his coming out party. It's one of his best performances in all the films. Yeah, um, definitely. It's a, it's a great back and forth detective story between him and Strom that I really yeah. enjoy. Obviously, it, it picks up with the end of four in a really good place where um, Hoffman puts him in another unwinnable trap. Um, yeah, an impossible. Strom trap. Uh, Strom is not aware that it's Hoffman that's done it. No, exactly. Um, yeah, he just thinks yeah. someone's kidnapped him, and he obviously puts his head in that uh, the glass box being filled with water, yeah. which I think is a really sick trap and a really cool one. And I love the mm. way he gets out of it. As yeah, well, me too. Really me too um the, the way that uh, kind of pushes forward going forward the, the other part of this movie I, I i'm dying to talk about the ending but i don't want to jump to it just yet no no um, not just yet the, the main game is i love just just going back to the beginning yeah i uh, go back to the beginning but i really like that it was designed for hoffman to be like the hero yeah, like he, he walks out with jeff's daughter and, <laughs> and you know um, <laughs> yeah and like we we spoke about it when we watched three we were like do we even see what happens to jeff's yeah. daughter and like i've so forgotten that, like yeah, hoffman same. yeah i was like fair play sort of five mm. Um, no, they yeah, I really like the... There's really any, yeah, they, yeah, any they, 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 they tie things up, man. Mm. Um, 
and and yeah, I I really I I love that as a concept. Like Jigsaw gave him this this out if he wanted it. Like if you want, you can just be the hero. Like at this yeah. point, like it can all be done, and that's it. And then like, but Hoffman doesn't want to get away from that world. It's him being the hero isn't what he wants anymore. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I love the backwards and forwards. Like I really like the whole Strom at this point. Um, the finger is almost being pointed at him as well. Yeah, because it's because it's like. Yeah, they him pointing, the yeah, and like him pointing the finger at Hoffman, saying like, "Well, you survived the trap," mm. and Hoffman's like, "Well, you survived the trap," <laughs> and then who's acting shady, me or you? And like, yeah. and it's Strom because it's like, you know, the the crazy man that actually knows what you know knows the truth is the most difficult man to you know get get people to believe. Yeah, and it's 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 what he's going through. Like he's in the police station kind of going through the files and he's stealing them because he wants to get piece all things together and he's going to the old uh saw traps which i loved because like yeah. you, you basically had the retconning of hoffman designing the trap with jigsaw mm. slash bringing the victim in and then you had strom present day with like <laughs> i love the idea that like in this saw universe there's just all they these fucked it. up saw traps just left by the yeah. police like i just love that like there's just a room full of razor wire they're like we're mm. not going to clean this like yeah. you know it's just a building it's fine no one will discover it yeah yeah i, I just love that as an idea like <laughs> yeah this for me as well was the first movie when i talked about earlier where less is more because i would love for this entire movie you know with a few traps that are needed thrown in like the the Strom uh, trap, you know, early on, and then also the excellent trap at the end, which we'll get to. But, like, mm-hmm. just having this as a back-and-forth detective story would be so cool. Like, and it'd be a really cool change of pace. And, obviously, that is what we get for the most part, and I really enjoy it. But then alongside that, they have to, you know, tick the gore box. They have to have the ongoing trap, which is, like, five people locked in yeah. a room. Um, and they kind of, they make it seem like only one person could survive, you know, one yeah. person has to die each time, but actually they could have all survived. I and really, then... I really enjoyed that, um, as like a reveal, mm. like it's clever. that they were, they were so stupid in yeah. thinking that they had to kill each other. And they then, because they're like scheming, manipulative people that, that trample over whoever they, they straight up were just like, yeah, well, I just have to kill people. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to live. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And actually, if they'd have all just literally sat there for like two minutes and been like, let's just check a key. Yeah. Like, and they'd be like, oh, OK. And then the next one, they're already got that mindset. Um, it's cool. Like the, the social commentary it, it, that they start adding to some of the tracks. Yeah. Is cool. Like that is cool. But it's just and that, visually... that felt like a saw that felt like a jigsaw designed yeah. thing, which I quite enjoyed as well. Yeah, like, you've got the smarts to work this out if you choose to be. But then he, mm. yeah, cause he even says, you know, different things like, don't do what your instincts are telling you to do and stuff like this. Like, he always does that same thing where, similar to Rig, where he was like, stop chasing these, un, you know, these unwinnable dreams. Yeah. Like, stop trying to save everyone. You can't. Um, and, yeah, so I, I always like that. You know, that he always he always puts the rules out, out in front. Uh, mm. Similar to, you know, in Saw 2 with Matthews. Like, just sit here and talk to me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it definitely feels like it continues that narrative of Jigsaw, which is cool. Um, mm. But yeah, and then obviously like the ending of this movie, what what it leads to, the the kind of crescendo between Strom and Hoffman, like I adore it so much. I think it's it elevates this movie so highly. Where yeah, I think this is a good film, but the last five minutes I love so much, and it just yeah, makes I me jumping out of my seat every time. Um, you know, it's it's a really cool trap anyway. But the visual of having Hoffman's like sc- like grinning face in that glass coffin 
yeah strom who is probably my favorite like hero in the order of the franchise yeah i think um, so too he's awesome like, i think he's a really good character having him just get destroyed in this really horrifically gross way and having all of his blood you know like, hit hoffman's face yeah and hoffman's me... just grinning as yeah. the blood's hitting it like i've won because <laughs> like, it, it almost it so almost good. felt like his first like it, it is almost his first uh saw trap yeah you know, because that's his first real tape, game. Yeah, it's his voice on the tape, and he says, yeah. "Like, just so you know, this is the only place, the only safe place in this room is in this glass coffin." Mm. And obviously, Strom at this point is so crazy that he just doesn't listen to the tape and just attacks Hoffman. Sees this no. kind of glass coffin that looks like you know it would it would be painful, so he like throws him in there out of anger. Yeah, well, he's um, also like because uh, Jigsaw tests Hoffman um, at the end of four. Yeah, when we uh, see the flashbacks, yeah. Yeah, when he when he plays the tape and he's like, you know, just stay in this room, don't don't leave the room, and that's how he gets caught by Hoffman originally because he leaves the room. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And you know, it, so it kind of continues from that as well, where Hoffman's just like, screw you, I'm not going to listen to what you tell me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I really like it as well. I think, um, yeah, it's cool that that is strong. Um, Hoffman's first like real trap as well and it's such a it's such a really cool payoff i think for the end of the movie yeah definitely it, it cements him for me as like oh my god hoffman at this point is now an amazing character yeah that yeah really can same. carry the franchise going forward and like it, you know all like the setup you know tiny setup in free a major setup in four with that reveal and at the end of this movie it, it leaves it in such a good place that's why i mm-hmm. remember at the time thinking like they could easily end the movie here you know the, the overall franchise um rewatching it i didn't feel that as much because they leave it in such a strong place that i just want to see what hoffman's going to do next yeah so and obviously there is a few still like the major kind of um, yeah well because you get um is this the one where jill that receives the jigsaw's box in the will yeah she received the box and we have no idea what's in it yeah no so so we so we've got that story going on i love and it's it's weird Mm. like when you think of it outside of the saw franchise what movie like you see jill in is it two or three just like a, a flash a flashback only in three. For like a few seconds so it's only in three mm. where we just see her uh uh john taking some pictures of her mm. in like a flashback yeah and and that's it and then she gets introduced in four and then and now in five she literally just has the um you know this one scene with a box and this box comes into play for the next two movies yeah you know it's nuts do you know what i mean like that sort of setup where we're where they give you like a thing and you know that it happens later on you know there's a thing that happens in six that then gets referenced in seven and it's Mm. just like it's it's such a weird cool thing that that is kind of unique to this franchise in terms of horror it's almost like marvel movies yeah Yeah, before you know it's crazy yeah i think you know we joked and said they were sort of flying at the seat of their pants and making these one a year, and they didn't always know yeah. they were going to make another one. But ultimately, when you look at the groundwork they set up, I mean, the writing is very, very good. Mm. You know, ultimately, most of my flaws come from like the overuse of traps and kind of the the oven graphic nature that these movies tend to yeah. go to in the last three films. But the actual core story of Hoffman as a detective, Strom, Jill, Jigsaw, all that stuff's just fantastic. Yeah, super tight. Like, it's so well done. So yeah, that that was obviously Saw Five with that amazing ending. So going into Six, obviously again it opens with a, a fairly over the top and then unnecessary trap, I would say. Um, yeah, a pretty it's a pretty cool trap though. Like I it? do, I'm like I, I'm starting I to see thought... that our kind of slight differences in opinion. Where I think you're more inclined to the the over the topness of the traps than I am. Yeah, like I'm I'm down for it. Like <laughs> I um. 
I, I I agree with you that like, I like the simplicity of the original ones. Like if I had to pick, but like I'm not I'm not against like these crazy ass things when they when they're kind of like like I don't know that one in itself. Like the whole kind of I just really love the visual of like the guy like straight away the guy <laughs> that's a bit chubby and then mm. like put as much fat on and she lifts the top up and they're just like yeah she hasn't got an ounce of fat on her and she's like well I'm fucked. Yeah, and so then she's people, like, well, I guess I saw my arm off now. Yeah, for people that can't remember this one specifically, there's basically a scale, and it's just like, whoever can chop off the, no- the most flesh wins. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I completely agree it's dumb, but, yeah. like, I, I as, a, like as, a, as a visual, I, I enjoyed, like, the, the craziness that happened. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, cutting off chunks of his stomach, like, screaming, <laughs> and then by the end of it, he's just got, like, stomach bile, like, hanging out, and then she just, like, chops off mm. her arm and just shoves it on the scales in the last second. I, I just thought it was funny, like a crazy start. It was funny. Like I, I remember when she's trying to cut her arm with like this little knife, and it just looks yeah. so stupid. I'm just like, what are you doing? At least when she gets then, the meat cleaver, it kind of works it, a bit. But better. like twice, she starts it because she yeah. starts cutting it, and then she looks at him, and she's oh, like, yeah, he's she making adds a good different progress. Angle, yeah. So then she adds a different angle. Then she's like, well, I'm just gonna go now with the with the hatchet. I was just like, I, I just thought the whole like it's. I just want to like, chop the head off and just place that in the thing and be like, oh, yeah, I it was just like. <laughs> It was, yeah, I just thought it was like really bizarre. Um, it was weird, but yeah. So then the kind of uh, one of the main things about this movie is the whole the, the major way you see Jigsaw in the flashbacks is with his kind of when he's uh, you know got cancer and he's trying to treat it. He's um, mm. got his health insurance and he's like talking to the guy who's in charge of it. Um, and you get this whole back and forth with these people that have refused him his health care because they don't think it's a worthwhile investment for them because the money it will cost and. It's it's a real interesting one. Like I I really like this. I don't think it's too over the top, especially because when you try and do these social commentaries in a horror, it's so easy to lean too much yeah. into it and really be like, we've got this message we want, and it's and it's you know similar to like a mother movie where <clears throat> the message <throat> becomes way more important than yeah. the actual film. Whereas this I think's done really well. It's not over the top. It was something that at the time I remember was a huge talking point um, around this time around 2009 where like Obamacare was first being introduced and stuff like that. So. Like, I thought it was a great topic as well. Like, it's it's a huge, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel retconned because no. we already know that one of the major points of him becoming Jigsaw is the cancer. So mm. I really like, you know, some people would question, like, did he, was there a way to treat it? And so I really liked that this movie delves into that. Um, and it's a really cool way of, you know, showing yeah. Jigsaw again. Um, the was... only the only thing I wasn't a massive fan of was, was the actual final, like, twist reveal of like who the characters are yeah it felt again it felt um, unnecessary didn't it where it was like we thought yeah. it was his family but turns out it was the family of someone because because it's not like yeah. you feel because because what the film because well, what so many of the films did so well they even make you feel like you could have guessed it even though realistically you couldn't mm. like why would you ever have guessed that he was lying on the floor and saw one yeah but you feel like you could have been like well we haven't seen this guy die in a flashback like who is mm. this guy <laughs> like but you never really think of him mm. and so i love the genius of that whereas this it's just like they see a projector and then the woman says like why are we here and she's like because of your dad and then mm. they like, look at the projector and i'm like well, that's just <laughs> do you know what i mean it's just it just felt yeah. cheap and 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 kind of like just unnecessary after he'd done so much and then he was like oh it's not my game i'm fucked and it's mm. just like oh, like really like is that what you're gonna do you're just gonna like kill him now because the, you reveal that's not his family he's trying to save 
Yeah, that felt cheap that they killed him off. Like, mm. I, I actually really liked that visually. Like, it was so disgusting to see these kind of, like, needles of acid just burn through this man. Yeah, again, it was um, a sick visual. Yeah, yeah it, it looks like, so oh cool. My God. But yeah, it and then like, he just, like, falls in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, his overall game... I was just like, oh, Saw. Like, you just got to yeah. kill everyone, haven't you, Saw? <laughs> yeah, definitely. His game was, again, similar to Jeff's and Riggs, where it was his own personal game mm-hmm. that he's going through. And I feel like a lot of these are... It really all depends on, you know, which of them you individually like. Like, for example, the, the carousel, where you have kind yeah. of like, oh, only two people can live out of these six. Like, I love that because of how funny it was, where you have these people, like, shouting yeah, their reasons why nuts. they should survive. Um, you know, a girl will be like, I'm pregnant. And then one of the guys will be like, bitch, you ain't pregnant. Like, it, it was really good. Like, yeah. I love that back and forth and him having to choose, you know, to survive people. Yeah, and I love the natural progression of that, where, yeah. like, he, the woman, like, one of the women go up there. She's like, I've got two children. Mm. And then that's, sh- like, that he grants her, like, one of the bullets. Yeah. And then straight up, people are like, Christ, we need to, like, yeah. go to his humanity. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I love how one of the guys is like, look, you're all about formula. Like, this guy, this guy wouldn't make your insurance yeah. formula. Why the hell would you give him a bullet now? And it's like... I really, I really liked that. Obviously, that was a different trap where they did yeah. that as well. But I really loved that play on like the whole thing was like humanity versus not not humanity, but almost like your your heart versus your head. Yeah, um, it's cool when they really it. they make you put almost a your own thoughts and feelings on mm. human life, similar to like in the Belko yeah. experiment when they're having to choose. You know, like, yeah. who, who is going to die? Who is more worthy? And, and who are we to say? But ultimately, we are the ones in charge of this game. So we're going to have to choose, yeah. you know, who, like lives old, and who dies. Like, like in, this, in this situation, he is literally given two people and straight up, you can only save one of them mm. or both die. Yeah. So, so you would have to make a decision. Like, I would make a decision one way or the other because you want to save someone. Yeah. And so, like, I love that as a thought process. We're like, Christ, like, who would I go for? <laughs> Yeah, I do like that even in the in the insanity of these sequels and the craziness of the traps, they still do have at least something to say with the message, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, his overall game, again, like some that just don't work for me, like the steam room bit where the girls like run. Yeah, very room. dumb, because like, the finale of that was just stupid. She could have just told him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, like, I hate when the, when it always ends with like someone turning on someone. I never think that yeah. works. They did that with Rig in one of the traps as well in Saw 4, which I didn't like. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this one... They did that with like two for him, didn't they? I think so, yeah. But the, with the steam yeah. room as well, obviously he has to turn a valve so it burns him instead of her. And he's like, right, I'm going to turn this valve on and like leans his face directly in front of him. Yeah. Like, That's so unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, bro, you could you could go away from the steam, like just burn your arm a bit. And he's, he's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna block my arm with my eyeball. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, close like, that your doesn't eye make at least. that doesn't make like sense. <laughs> it doesn't make anatomic sense. <laughs> yeah, so that stuff is like a bit messy. Um, but yeah, obviously the, the main crux. Of I'm gonna sacrifice get... an eye to save a finger. <laughs> we get um Hoffman, who's who's in control of this game. Uh, so this game was the one that was in the kind of the envelopes, which is revealed. Mm. in the box from the last film um, yeah so this is the most this is when you get like a lot of jill yeah um kind of being being a character and it almost seems like she is becoming yeah her involvement um, with the traps is crazy in this film like she's really yeah. involved and it also it's really unclear how how aware she was of jigsaw 
um, mm. in regards to what he was doing. And in this movie, it's really cool because we get to see a scene where she's in her clinic, which is obviously for uh, like drug addicts, and um, yeah. which is where she had the miscarriage. And we get to see Amanda. Um, obviously, Jigsaw takes Amanda to see her, and it's mm. basically like, remember her? You thought she was a lost cause. Like, look at her now. Like, my methods work. You may think I'm mm. crazy, but they work. And that was a really cool scene that I really liked. Yeah, and it really made me feel like she might become like with hoffman as as a killer yeah well as the bad guy or whatever yeah. you want to call them jigsaw yeah. 3.0 yeah. like um you know i i really believe that she could have been turned at that point like yeah. you know as much as you know what you know her and john separated she's still like devastated at his death and and you know i could understand her turn into it like it was his legacy so why not continue the legacy of the man that she obviously still loves yeah definitely i think just overall this has a really good pace to it this movie um like i think as an overall film it's one of my favorite sequels like definitely the one the four we're focusing on in this episode like obviously the other movies have better moments but i remember when i watched saw six like in my mind Mm. i really put this in the same category as seven and it's remotely not on the same like like playing field as seven i think it's a really good movie it continues the story well Mm. um and has just a really nice pace to it throughout um obviously you get you get hoffman who's just full-on crazy in this movie yeah again even from five he steps it up to another level in this movie which i love Um, yeah hoffman's awesome in this one (laughs) yeah and obviously so you know he he kind of blackmails jill and gets the he takes control of the game but then we kind of get the reveal we get multiple reveals at the end of this movie which is really cool um one of the things that again i'd completely forgotten until rewatching these was that he knew that amanda was involved in jill's miscarriage um mm. so basically amanda was friends with cecil and she kind of forced him to go back to get the drugs um which obviously resulted into um jill's miscarriage uh, yeah why... and i'm assuming like i, I don't because i'm assuming jigsaw didn't know that i i think that as well but how did hoffman mm. know that i'm not so that's sure. what i was thinking like i've no idea how hoffman knows it because he's like black man and her saying like i know your secret like mm. you need to do what i tell you when that's that's almost happening as three is going on yeah, so obviously um, he, he basically tells her, like, look, I'm going to tell Jigsaw what you've done, unless you mm, kill Lynn, who's obviously mm, the main girl in Free. And I really like that. That's some really good retconning, because in Free, it felt really unnecessary when she when Amanda killed Lynn. Because obviously yeah. Amanda killing Lynn, that was her game. Amanda's game was to keep Lynn alive, and if Lynn died, that meant Amanda died, you know, luckily, because Jeff yeah. shot her. There's, some, there's, there's some, always some luck involved in these. Um, but that, yeah. was the, that was the point of that game, and, and it always felt. It's not luck if you understand the human psyche. <laughs> That's what Jigsaw would say. So um, it always felt unnecessary that she killed Lynn, whereas I really mm. liked it. It was like, oh, it was it was Hoffman being a bastard the whole time. Yeah, that's why. Because when I when I thought back on the franchise, having not what rewatched it all, like in quick succession, um, I I thought there was like a lot of untidiness. But yeah. I think it does a good job. Like uh, to this point, mm. has like it's it's kind of whenever it retcons something, it retcons it in a positive way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think so for sure. Like every this time kind of added int- people, it's always really added to the franchise. Yeah, definitely. Um, this introduces kind of Ericsson as more of a major character as well, yeah. kind of like as the the verses to Hoffman and mm-hmm. kind of like because Hoffman at this point is still in working in the police force and is still kind of keeping up that mirage and and kind of with Ericsson and still talking about like Christ jigsaw traps are still going on. Like yeah. how how long are these going to go on for? Because it, it because I think at this point it is kind of unclear that has Jigsaw um like ha, did he have these in progress like were they just like timed or something? Mm. Because one thing I do find unclear is like how long has Jigsaw been dead at this point? Yeah, 
like the time frame doesn't seem clear and especially when we get to seven i'm almost like i mean we'll get to seven but like i'm mm. almost like how long time does passes and i think it's more relevant when we get to seven that conversation but it's but it's unclear yeah um, i feel yeah time is um, definitely something that they <clears throat> on purpose never mention because <clears throat> it, i don't think even they know they because they always want to add more so it's like they don't want to say you know how, for example we don't know at what point did jigsaw become really affected by the cancer when, when he gets into no. the state he's in and free so if they start telling us that stuff it really limits the, the amount of retconning that they can do well yeah because you wonder how many traps he's actually done because because mm. when you watch saw one you feel like you got shown all of the pre-jigsaw traps yeah but like you know it obviously that's not the case and so like you know well, god yeah, knows how many they've got it was definitely the case for them at that time because obviously yes. you, you've got tap who's kind of yeah he goes through all of them and he says like there's this one there's this one there's this one we found your uh like stethoscope or whatever, yeah, or yeah. one of them it's and very clean and then like amanda's the only person they literally say she's the only survivor at that point mm. whereas obviously we know that there's been multiple survivors throughout the trap so yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird one um Obviously, the ending of this movie is kind of, uh, like, Jill uses the letter that, that um, Hoffman wrote to Amanda to kind of um, catch uh, Hoffman. Um, yeah. He, it, it's kind of just like a cool visual trick. It doesn't really need to be there. But then she kind of, like, stabs him uh, with a needle and then puts the... Uh, I mean, what is the actual word for that? Like, the... Is there a word for it? Is it, like... It's almost like a bear trap for your head. Yeah. Like, I don't really... I That's feel like it, I feel with. like it has got a word in the Saw lore, but I can't remember. I think it does head. as well. Let's call it head trap. Yeah, so she, she puts the head trap on Hoffman mm. as a kind of big finale to this movie to be like, look, you know, we it's revealed that Jigsaw has set up all this stuff and been like, listen, if Hoffman's out of control... Jill, I know you don't want to be involved in all this stuff, but please just do this one. Yeah, thing put put this chill. rabbit dog down. <laughs> exactly. Like I've I like I will have created a monster. I need you <laughs> yeah. to put this dog down. Yeah. Uh, so really, yeah, I like... loved I loved that so much. Mm. Like I really think that's a cool retcon. And I love that for Jill's character. Mm. That that she she was sympathetic to John's cause because it was John, and she didn't believe in what he was doing, but she loved him, so mm. she kind of turned the blind eye. Like she could have shopped him to the police. Yeah. But she didn't. She didn't support it. But then when he came to her and was like, look, I've made this monster. Please help me in my death. Like she she does it and acts on it. And I, I really love that for her character. I, like she, I really like her character in these franchise. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like at that moment, it would have been a worthy way to kill off Hoffman as a character. Like mm -hmm. it felt narratively right. Um, really worthy. You know, it would have been like, I feel like Jill was possibly the only person in the franchise that is worthy to kill Hoffman. Um, Agreed. And so that would have been a great ending. But the way he gets out of the trap is fantastic. It's um, pretty awesome. Like seeing him obviously break his own hand and then put the trap in the in the grates into the door. And then obviously when he takes it off, it still rips off like half of his jaw. It just doesn't kill him. Um, like that ending is so cool because it's it's almost like a a misdirection right at the end. Like you think this movie's going to end with Hoffman being killed, and that's a nice like sewing up of the franchise. Yeah. Similar to the end of Saw Five, where I feel like they did that. Whereas this really leaves it open. Like they yeah. had to make another movie after this. Yeah, and it almost feels like you know we had the three Jigsaw movies. This is the three Hoffman movies, and he's, yeah. he gets killed at the end of six, and it's like yeah. nope, troll. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Because I suppose we're gonna have to do it, yeah. Oh, so we don't been, even so upbeat until this point. Yeah. So not only, <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So not only do we lose the number at this point. Like I love yeah, how, I know. like I know it's such a stupid thing, but I really I enjoyed <laughs> how clean the franchise was. Mm -hmm. Like, just a we've not, we haven't got any of this. 
you know, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, when mm. it's not even like a fucking third into the franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got Saw 1 to 6, and then suddenly, now this is Saw 3D, which mm. we'll get to, the final chapter. Mm. And I'm like, really, guys? Um, and see, I think this starts with the worst opening for the, for the, for the entire franchise. Oh yeah, it's, um, the, I think the, the the openers have got progressively worse the last four movies, mm. and this is probably the worst scene in any of the Saw movies. Yeah, because it completely strips away, um, like what Jigsaw is. Mm. It's a public event. It's also like a social media event mm. uh, where they're in a glass display cabinet and they're enacting this stupid backwards and forwards where it's just a love triangle. Yeah, and I'm like. Who the hell cares about this love triangle? Like, what lesson are we trying to teach? She's a slut and they're idiots. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's not death worthy. No. Like, you've just gone to a, you've just gone to any college in America and you've mm. just took a, took some drama. I was like, this is dumb. I really yeah, I really hated it. Um, I was waiting for a twist and, the entire time in that bit, and even rewatching yeah. it, this was I'd only ever seen this movie once at the cinema, mm. so over seven years ago. So rewatching <laughs> this movie, and especially because you know the previous ones, especially six, was way better than I remembered. Mm. I was like, I had some false hope going into this movie. I was I like, did. maybe this isn't a piece of shit like I remember it is. And then mm. as soon as this scene started, it all came yeah. rushing back to me. Um, it worries me a little bit for the for Jigsaw. Mm. Um, this movie because there's a scene in the jigsaw trailer that oh, yeah, looks like it's bit, like a yeah. public display and yeah. i'm like oh mm-hmm. hopefully that's hopefully that's like a, somehow in there but it's it it wasn't public i mm. don't like i don't want the thought of this being like a a public social media thing yeah if there's if there's a if there's a phone that says hashtag jigsaw's back or something i'm gonna cry like jigsaw isn't a worldwide event it's this very specific niche thing mm. involving these specific characters like yeah even at this point in the movie obviously take away this completely pointless scene so let's say at the end of saw six there's you could probably count on two hands the amount of people that are actually aware of who jigsaw is as a person yeah. and knows yeah. all the ins and outs like obviously people are aware of who jigsaw is as an overall but not everyone knows who john kramer is who jill tuck is who no young exactly. is, like all these people um so so yes you, you str- and this again this this scene has nothing to do with anything else because um you know even saw six that we spoke of where you weren't a massive fan of that trap that the the, the character that survives does at least come back yeah um she has involvement in that film and she has involvement in is she in the group she is yeah yeah so she's in this film as well so that's mm. cool that like they they have incorporated that but th- this trap said serve no purpose apart from to be like a crazy gory opener yeah definitely um yeah i really didn't like it um it then kind of goes back to kind of hoffman and like this movie is basically hoffman versus jill mm. at this point where jill is trying to get to the police and get the police to believe it's hoffman um well actually initially she's not is she initially she's just like running scared yeah, I mean, she she's just trying to because she she only had this pretty much one plan, the jigsaw shop. Like she's not this, yeah. this, this big scheme or or, or no. physically demanding person or anything. She just pretty much no. had this one move attempt at Hoffman, yeah. which failed. Yeah, and so yeah, the, at the start yeah, of this, she's, she's running, running away, and then she's trying to get protection, um, which because... is mainly from this new character, this uh, detective Matt Gibson, who's mm. like a brand new character that's introduced. Yeah, but and, we forgot um, to say as well in Saw Six is when you, like again, it, like tying up loose ends is when Hoffman uh, kills Perez and what did right, you the yeah, of course. As well? Oh God, um, Erickson. Erickson, yeah. So he kills mm, like, yeah, the main yeah. two detectives. So yeah, and obviously him. that's the big reveal that, that at this point there's no going back for Hoffman. He straight up murdered people in a 
you know because yeah. even when he tries to kind of retcon it he has like matthew's hand and puts yeah. it on the gun and then like burns the place down it's like nah you're done like he knows yeah. he's done he's just like desperate he still thinks so, he yeah. can tie up loose ends but there's no way he's getting out of it yeah so in this movie he is a straight up monster because mm. he's got you know his, his half his face has been ripped off he's kind of <laughs> stitched that up himself and he's just like his one aim is to now just kill jill because yeah. he's just mad that she attacked him <laughs> so his one aim me of like the really classic sort of horror antagonist at this point you know he's yeah. essentially just jason or michael Myers yeah at this point. <laughs> it, it's almost like i want when did like hatchet come out like know, 2008 wasn't it because yeah. it's just had 10 2007 because it just had 10 yeah, years that's right yeah so like i just wonder like that sort of influence because obviously the hatchet kind of relaunched that kind of more kind of historical horror figure you know the freddy j you know, the jason yeah, michael leatherface yeah and i was just like because that's what hoffman is a straight up slasher icon in this. yeah he's very one-dimensional it's the least i've liked hoffman in the entire franchise it's the least um yeah i oh, really i really liked him in this film yeah i didn't like him like i don't i didn't hate him but i guess it's just where it all ends up i just i just didn't like this movie yeah it's a bad um, film for sure like i didn't dislike hoffman but i just didn't like the whole way the character was going and like the way i knew it ended up as well it felt like jill was the right answer like you say it felt like it was the only right answer mm. and then this this movie just um it has loads of traps that um are just thrown in and have no meaning apart mm. from to give you traps um yeah, we and then we have a trap in a dream sequence that's how like yeah so far past yeah and like a, an, a crazy aggressive trap as mm. well that serves like it's it's zero purpose it's a dream sequence which is just sloppy in at best in films unless it's nightmare on elm street yeah and it's so it's just kind of unnecessary um it's on par with the opening scene in terms of how bad it is like yeah this, this movie definitely pound for pound is like so far like the, to to really put it in perspective and say they made this only a year after six is mm. like unreal to think about yeah the, i mean oh, it's so much worse you can see why the franchise died for seven yeah, years it really because 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 it. it was that each one of these movies was good to great yeah uh i think and then this movie is overtly bad mm. um it really disappoints me as well that it 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 kind of you know so so we we get reintroduced to dr gordon um mm. who i think is terrible in this entire movie he forgot how to play dr gordon oh like I he doesn't thoughts on gordon <laughs> yeah um so i really just didn't like gordon and um and and then you're introduced to like this jigsaw support group mm. so that's why at this point i'm like how long has jigsaw been dead yeah how long did hoffman do stuff like there are so many people that have survived jigsaw mm. um and obviously we're introduced to kind of like our lead um i'm drawing a blank on his name bobby. the guy who sorry bobby yeah bobby um who who has faked surviving a jigsaw trap who saw mm. it as like a cash cow yeah um i enjoy that as an idea yes yeah, and i and i enjoy that as an idea that hoffman then like takes him and is like screw you mm. but i'm also like why why is hoffman doing all this when he just wants jill <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense you know like it's just so was bizarre that, was that all hoffman though because you have I like was that not a jigsaw thing I don't know, because I feel like Jigsaw's been dead for about 10 years at this point. Because, I, obviously, I <laughs> another thing that's really weird is, like, 
Yeah, so this movie has a Jigsaw support group, which is an awesome idea for a Jigsaw movie. Yeah, like, that, I really be, like that. That would yeah. be great for, like, the new one, like, after yeah. years have actually passed. So it does feel almost like I wish they hadn't have wasted this yeah. in this movie, which isn't a good movie, but it's such a cool idea. So, yeah, you have these uh, Jigsaw support groups. That in itself is also a fantastic reason to bring back Gordon. Like, that's the only way I'd want to see him. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, we get to see what happened to him and all this stuff. Um which we'll get to like his reveal at the end, but like that in itself, I think is fine if he's only used in that scene. Um, the idea of a guy who's faked it as well is really cool. Yeah, I really um, like both those ideas. The so we we see a flashback of Bobby selling his book, which is obviously like you know how I survived mm. Jigsaw, and John is talking to him and gets his book signed. Exactly. So. <sighs> And John is fine yeah. at this point as well. Like he doesn't look like he's suffering from the yeah, cancer. Yeah. So man. So then. So then publicly, because because the because I don't understand how the police believes that he's a jigsaw survivor. Like, and if well, they do, then why they say Amanda? Like, this this predates. Well, when I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah. It must be set between like Saw one and two. Yeah. That scene. Yeah. Or between two and three. Yeah, mm, like not really. Like... No, because they know, because after two, they know that John Kramer's Jigsaw. Mm. So it has to be after one, between one and two. Yeah, which which there could be a lot of time period there. Yeah, Um, I feel like, I feel like that must be the biggest gap in time that this, if we were to draw this on a timeline. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that later. You know, when, when, (laughs) when, yeah, when Jigsaw does his game with Matthews, we have no idea how much time has passed between that and the bathroom scene at the end of one, do we? So, no. Well, oh yeah, because we assume there's quite a lot of time has passed because obviously, like, Zepp's body is, like, decomposing in the bathroom. Yeah, like, there's certainly a decent amount. And obviously, there's a decent amount between two and three because at the end of two, he's, like, seriously beat up but Mm. still not, like, incapacitated by his cancer and at yeah. three he's 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 almost like a you know he's just he's on death door that yeah one. you know so there's definitely time jumps in the fir- in the trilogy and it almost seems like after that it tightens up a bit and obviously like four is tagged on to three mm. um you know f- and then kind of like five k- tags on to four and then six tags on to five yeah, um, so it's it's real weird, like, and so yeah, Bobby is is interesting, but I don't think they ultimately do anything that interesting with him. No, because then they shove him in another. another we have an hour traps. countdown, yeah, exactly. and we have multiple people, and it's all of his entourage. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's the same just... thing they've done the last four films. Um, yeah, and I was just trying to think of the the the, the traps. Like all of them, in, from memory, were pretty terrible. Yeah, they really are. Like he has to um, do such stupid stuff. Like to get out of a room, he has to pull out his own teeth, which have numbers on the teeth, to get a code for a room. And it's just yeah. like stuff like that is really unnecessary. Yeah, so that was just yeah. There was that. There was the one uh, with his friend where was he was on beams, balancing beams, and he had to mm. like try to walk him across them. That was just really <laughs> crap, really, yeah. really bad. Yeah, like he throws a key um, to him and stuff like it's really. Stupid. Yeah, and even then he threw the key perfectly, and his friend caught it perfectly, and it still fell through his fingers. I was like, oh, it's just so dumb. So also, like, um, everyone knew about him lying except for his wife. Um, yeah, which it was unclear, like, cause she gets killed so it's like yeah was she just like an innocent person again like because it did seem like jigsaw did set up this game prior to his death um yeah i don't know know whether he did i don't know i'm sure it's his voice on the tape so i don't know how much you can you can take with that but yeah but it sounds i mean hoffman it's revealed in six that hoffman can distort his voice to sound like jigsaw can he? So what? Oh, because the other tape was an old tape, wasn't it? The yeah. Tape like before Because it was that. the because it was the pendulum tape that sounds like Jigsaw, but it was Hoffman sounding like Jigsaw. Yeah. Right. Okay. So 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 Hoffman can 
do mm. voice work to sound like Jigsaw. How? I don't know, but he so, can. Yeah, it's just weird. Like his, um, also his his trap that he describes throughout the entire movie that you know he's going to end up doing is rubbish. Um, mm. Like putting these hooks into yourself and putting yeah, yourself it's just up. Dumb. Like, it sounds really silly. When he does it, it looks silly. It ends oh, it up looks being hilarious. Silly. Um, yeah. like, like unnecessarily. Like you could easily trick that. You could put it under your belt buckles or something. Like there's so many easy yeah. ways to trick something like that. Um, and then there when she the... dies, it's so unnecessarily graphic as well. Yeah, so violent. When um, there's the other trap where he has to like lift this thing up and spikes are going into his ribs, like yeah. tickling his ribs yeah. to like try to save someone and that. They're all just real bad. Mm. What, what what happens to him? He um no he's just there in that room with like his pectoral muscles ripped out and uh, the police are on their way. Like that's literally yeah. What it is. That's that's why I thought yeah yeah. So, like just it, this is messy because it does. This is when yeah. especially we start to leave. Like there's certain people that just get left in rooms in his trials as well, and we're like, well, who the hell? What the hell happened to them? Like we'll yeah. never know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that does happen in five. Yeah, and it definitely happens in six as well. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, I just I feel like this they had they had an idea for like a continuation, but it was rushed. Like it almost felt like this should have been spread over like two films. Yeah, and, like develop the plot, develop the traps, and have like a cool idea because like the support group is cool. The fake kind of, you know, the fake victims call. Cool. Obviously, you've got the Jill Hoffman, but everything's so rushed and muddled, and none of it comes together good. Yeah, um, it's definitely the worst traps of the films by far. Like, yeah, there isn't, I don't think a single one I enjoy. But the only thing that I did enjoy in this was again, like Hoffman, because I did like that he's just going full crazy for Jill. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I think my my point was that I just didn't like that, you know, with the whole face being ripped and how he is now just straight up in the shadows in hiding like mm. i loved the fact that like he was still like on the police force yeah, hanging yeah, on having conversations yeah. With people and stuff. yeah yeah so yeah you so the, the new detective who's really rubbish in this movie and really pointless who um, yeah. also gets killed in a really pointless way one of the only good things he has is you see a scene where he kind of knew hoffman prior to all this when hoffman was yeah, on the police funny. force and Hoffman just straight up kills this guy. Mm. Um, I really like that scene because, again, yeah, it just shows like you that. how he was always unhinged and he always had yeah. this in him that he was just this unnecessary psychopath. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously going into the end of this movie, like, he, like, Hoffman kills Jill, um, mm. which uh, I, I still don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't know, really. Like, it's not... I don't know. I don't think it's good or bad. Like, I'm really the, torn on it. The things that this movie... Yeah, because... Obviously, there's, there's the two big deaths in this movie. And, like... Well, not necessarily deaths. No, nah, it's not a death. One, yeah, yeah. It's not a death. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm clinging I on really, to it. I really hope it's not a death, man. But anyway, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Jill, like... Um, the, the combination of finally seeing the Amanda Trap work... Mm. is awesome and having it work on such an important character is awesome yeah. as well and and like hoffman kind of getting that win over jigsaw and jill like it's it's heartbreaking for, yeah. for jigsaw and jill but it but it's kind of like you know it's one of those savage moments that that really does pay off so like yeah. i do like you know i think watching as many films as i do now like every character death has a time and place mm. You know, like, when we get to, like, you know, Game of Thrones or Star Wars talk or whatever, like, you know, when characters die, like, if it serves a purpose, like, I can respect any character dying because, mm. like, 
I think that's just a thing that like whereas whereas historically like especially like when I watched these back in the day I I, I never liked that I was like man she's been in like four of the mm. movies like yeah but now I'm like no that was cool like this this whole movie was the cat and mouse between them and Hoffman won yeah um, it's the final like screw you and it's the final moment where it really cements Hoffman as like the big bad wolf for this entire franchise. yeah like which ultimately he's the biggest like um antagonist to Jigsaw you know out yeah. of all of this out of all of this stuff that went through out of the miscarriage and the cancer and everything like and and, and Jeff who killed Jigsaw who's irrelevant mm. like the biggest mm. problem for Jigsaw throughout all these movies was Hoffman and yeah. at this point he wins like and that would be a really cool yeah. way to end it you know as, like, yeah because Jigsaw's final wins. laugh he got out of the trap and mm. then killed Jill. Like, it's yeah, awesome. With, Put with her in trap. Amanda's trap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, so I... I she tried to kill him with. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I love that. I, I absolutely love it. Like, it was... It was kind of nuts how he... That, that's the bit I really didn't like, when he rampaged the police station and just <laughs> murdered everyone. Like, it was just so nuts. I was like, I why has the police station got, like... using the body bag. I thought that was amazing. That I love that, cool yeah, because that was straight up Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> um... But then I was like, I loved it when the police guy like realized that the pointless police yeah. guy and was like, get everyone back at the police station. And you cut to the police station. It's one of these like hilarious movie things where they're like, yeah, the all like the 50 police officers have all gone. There's only two there. <laughs> I'm like, when does this happen? Like, it wasn't like a major catastrophe they were dealing with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just like a jigsaw trap. And apparently the whole office cleared out. Um, one funny thing as well that I think is really unnecessary is like Hoffman sending them tapes of his himself like talking with like yeah. his face and everything and I'm like I, it feels like they didn't really tell anyone like uh, where, at this point when he's killed uh, Matt the de- detective Matt Gibson and when he's killed Jill and everything it still feels like he could almost get away with this <laughs> yeah, even, I know though he, even though he's like filmed himself on like do you know what I mean like at yeah. this point why isn't all of the police in the world trying to catch this guy yeah he's on um, no wanted list at the end of this movie <laughs> yeah it's really funny um, um, but yeah obviously then it brings us to like the final reveal of, the, of like the Gordon stuff and like this was the reason why I hated this movie for seven years mm-hmm. um like prior to it i remember when going into this movie like and this is kind of one of these problems is when you start following movies outside yeah, of the movies yeah themselves is that we we knew that the actor himself was was coming back um the actor that played obviously mm. Lawrence Gordon for the first time, and that was like a big deal. I remember being excited. For oh that. yeah, 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 um, yeah. And it was because he he was the biggest like plot hole or you know loose end by far was like the yeah. main guy. For well, the he was first the movie. only he's the only guy that survives a trap that you care about. Yeah. Like you know they're like you say there are these nonities that that when it's like a fifty like the two people oh, that yeah, survived yeah. the spinning thing, but who yeah. cares like yeah. about them. He's the only, like, named character that had a really mm. big deal who we never, you know, we, we got mm. the conclusion with Matthews and we got the conclusion with yeah, Strong. Yeah, Jeff. All these, yeah, all mm. these different characters. Yeah, Jeff's daughter and all this stuff. Whereas, for some unknown reason, and it, it always felt obvious to me, like, it stuck out like a sore thumb that clearly yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a case of casting that the actor wouldn't come back. And that was always frustrating to me watching it. Um, so, obviously, having him come back and having him in that uh, the Jigsaw Survivors group, you know, re-watching it, I'm like, that's cool because I would have maybe just, you know in a different planet maybe just assumed that was the only reason why he was there whereas mm. i remember going into this i just knew that they made such yeah. a deal about him coming back he's obviously he's in the Same. opening scene of this movie you see like the end of saw one and him like fixing his leg on a pipe um so you see that and then you see him in the jigsaw survivors group and you just know that he's going to be in it at least one more time and so yeah. like him popping up at the end doesn't feel shocking like it should do no um, it felt it felt like the most choreographed twist and like i say it yeah. might have been us because we were in mm. because we like you say we were in the 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 
pretty you know the build up to the film and knew he was in it and it just it just felt like they were so going to go that way yeah yeah I hate because um, at this point as well, it was like you've already made you, like I don't like how he keeps making people there, like forcing Jigsaw having these extra accomplices. Yeah, that's the bit that I hate because. Mm. Um, I think you're probably going to say something similar to what I was thinking. Yeah, because because <laughs> I hate the because because they they then retcon a couple of scenes. Well, they they basically retcon the whole thing, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Because because how much because how because what does he help him with? He helps well, him obviously with his treatment and he he brings um uh lawrence gordon back to good health jigsaw does yeah and he so he almost like stockholm syndromes him yeah they see that and you see them have a little connection which i'm totally okay with like the the re-watching this i was like there was actually a way where i'd be fine with this ending yeah me too i feel like you could you could easily change a couple of things if if they were to continue that in in jigsaw which i don't feel like i would have been totally fine with if gordon survived it and then they kind of had somewhat of a mutual respect and then mm. they went their separate ways, and then similar to how Jigsaw has Jill as like this final option, almost like an extra. Or like, all right, again, it is still adding on to it again. But like him saying, you know, to Jill, oh, and also, if none of this works, I've got this one guy who will at least do this one thing for me. Yeah, so I, I kind of buy that as like, you know, Gordon would probably kill Hoffman for him. But the fact that they recognize yeah. to the point where you see got like Gordon being involved in traps and sewing people's eyes. Yeah, because he's because yeah, that's what I that's like, what I really hate. He's he's point. responsible for um the the doctor in three he recommends her to, yeah, lynn, to yeah. jigsaw lynn mm. and that's the like that scene is what breaks the in that entire plot mm. point for me as well because at that point Awful. he's complicit and he he's the fourth accomplice that yeah. that but amanda and hoffman didn't know yeah and i'm like it's so dumb it's yeah. so stupid he could have just been like say, you know the the other him. the other the other kind of sleeper cell mm. um and like you say i i like the thought because yeah so this movie ends with hoffman being thrown in the bathroom mm. which is a sick visual like it's a cool like <laughs> yeah holy shit we're back where it all began and now hoffman's in there i'm yeah. like that that is cool yeah the fan and like, loves that. <laughs> and like how um uh dr gordon looks at the saw and is like no mm, mm. and then and then they break the film for the millionth time the one thing that we've not mentioned much the 3d <laughs> when he throws the saw and it's an obvious cheap 3d ploy and i'm like yeah. oh it's so bad yeah. and this movie is full of those yeah definitely um we even talked about some of the traps like the chest yeah and stuff that's just awful yeah as well. real bad but then yeah. you've got the traps with like eyes where there's spikes that are overtly done just to bring 3d mm. effect and all of that like i really like 3d is such a dated thing and i, mm. I realize it's not because it's still the cinema but the 3d we've got now isn't so offensive <laughs> this was the worst because type of 3d though like when when really 3d yeah when 3d first became a thing horror movies were the first to adopt it and it was all jumpy spikes mm. and and that sort of thing you know final destination 3d you know all these things are just popping out and they were like spikes and hammers and throwing saws at the screen and mm. resident evil throwing a giant axe thing at the screen it was like that was the exact scene the executioner in resident evil throwing mm. the axe was hoff uh, was gordon throwing the saw it's just yeah. dumb um but yeah and, and so then the 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 film ends with hoffman trapped in in the original bathroom so like literally for me if if you take away the doc, the 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 Gordon um, linkage to all the other stuff, and he was just a sleeper cell. 
the Jill get because why did Jill give him the envelope to make him want to kill Hoffman? Mm. There's no need for that because he's been with Jigsaw the whole time. He knows this. Yeah, so true. <laughs> like that, the montage to try and retcon him into the Jigsaw mythology breaks the entire movie. Yeah. Um, because if if it was literally, Jill gives him that envelope, and then that makes him, you know, and he's like, oh, I really don't want to get involved in this, but like, yeah, oh, all right, fine, I'll do this yeah. thing for you. Like, yeah, and he's also like, I want. I want revenge, like, and everything else, and I just want it all to be over. Yeah. And so then, like, and it's almost like the the support group then also, because that's the other thing. It's not just it's not just Doctor Gordon that that attacks Hoffman. Yeah. It's a ton people. of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Mm. Whereas I I would have liked it if it was Gordon was canvassing the support group to be like, look, guys, not Hoffman, sorry, Gordon was um, canvassing the support group saying, look, guys, you know hoffman's out there i've got a way to get him let's get this guy and you know let's 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 get get our closure yeah exactly we don't you don't need this support group you let's let's you know get hoffman yeah Um, it's weird rewatching it because i was so against gordon in any capacity like in mm, this regards whereas yeah rewatching it i do actually see a place for him and yeah they're so close it was just just yeah one step too far exactly and and it really sours the whole not the whole franchise but it really sours the whole conclusion that we've had for seven years yeah um, yeah, yeah the it, it left, it left it a horrible taste in my mouth for the mm. whole franchise because it just felt so cheap that Gordon's this thing. And I mean, I guess, yeah. And for me, this is my least favorite, um, oh, like hands down. Yeah. Um, it's, the only so, yeah, it's, film, it's a real shame, but I, I do feel like, um, like plot wise, like for for mythology wise, that is the one beat that it missed massively because the Jill backwards and forth was enjoyable and everything else. Mm. Um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up in this movie as well, the the blood in this movie looks mm. terrible. Yeah, it's like pink and mm. gooey and just doesn't <laughs> look like blood. Like all of the gore looks awful. Um. To the point that one of the scenes, I was like laughing. I was like, "This looks so bad." I think it was someone. I think they. Oh, it was when he's pulling pulling his teeth out. Yeah. And like, so he had like loads of blood on his mouth and all on his like light colored top, and it was just bright pink. Mm. And I was like, "This looks like the Ghostbusters slime in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> I was like, "This is terrible." Um, and I remember that horror movies had like this phase of doing that, where I don't know whether it was something to do with like the um the the uh, ratings board or something mm. like, like i told him they had to calm down maybe it was because of saw movies because obviously some of the violence in some of these later ones uh you know uh, seven aside you know like six the the pound of flesh and she cuts her arm off like that is that is proper like crazy graphic yeah and this movie feels a lot less graphic because of how dumb the gore looks yeah um it's also poorly made like there are a lot of kind of just um badly done practical effects in this movie mm. let alone the cg stuff yeah let alone the terrible 3d stuff like all of it just didn't work like the the traps aren't great and then and then even when they are somewhat interesting that it's let down by the gore and and the the the, the effects i think all the traps so, yeah. in this movie they feel like they're in like a scary movie like as opposed yeah, to yeah. an actual saw movie it's like here's our joke take on what a saw trap would be you know and that, mm. but this is like actually a canon saw movie and the one just yeah. before this was really good. Like that's why I can't believe the. Well, this almost feels like a fan. 
yeah fan fiction movie where it's mm. like you know we've just made this we've made some terrible traps and we've somehow got the actor to play gordon again yeah and we're just gonna make him the sore accomplice because it's just dumb yeah um it really makes me angry like because of because like i mean we're obviously doing this retrospective we're both fully invested in this franchise it it is one of my favorite horror movie franchises and it's probably the most relevant for us for mm. our like age demographic where we grew up loving um you know friday the 13th have you know nightmare on elm street you know halloween all of the classics but never got to see a lot of them at the cinema and the mm. ones we got to see at the cinema were the tail enders of that franchise and we got we got scream but again um you didn't get to see a lot of the screams nor did i really at the cinema mm. thinking of it i think only four i saw at the cinema yes yeah, maybe maybe i maybe i saw three but i don't think i did no i didn't um whereas this i saw all seven of these movies at the cinema mm um you know just so to see the entire franchise from start to finish and then kind of you know to have something that i still like really love as well like i just think like it holds a special place for us yeah and um it is really frustrating does make me really angry that that like this movie exists <laughs> yeah for sure and and does a good job of ruining a lot of what i love yeah like... because when people shit on saw mm. like when if if they then start referencing stuff in this movie i can't defend it no for sure it's such a shame and that's what's so exciting about there being a new one is that hopefully it will be good and mm. you know even it's not i don't think it'll get the heights of some of these movies but as long as it's still very good like as mm. long as you know because people always remember the last impression yeah of and course. it goes a long way if your last you know uh iteration of a movie is good then people will think of the franchise as a whole i mean mm. just look at what colter chucky's done now for chucky yeah um but yeah, like definitely rewatching these now. I completely agree with what you just said. For me personally, this is my favorite horror franchise of all time. Like it does just hold that place in my heart, like you say, where I'm just so excited every year for a new one. And like I remember when we obviously saw. Well, the we first we one. like lapped up the trailers. And yeah, we well, were, I remember like, we were looking the at the cinema. posters. Yeah. We were in the cinema to watch another film, and they shoot the trailer for for Saw Two. And we yeah, had I no feel idea like it was, was like a Resident Evil 2. movie or something. Yeah, it was probably seeing. something like that or Silent, yeah. Hill, or something. Silent Hill Two. Yeah, yeah, and and like we were like oh my god because they like shoot the bathroom or whatever yeah. and saw one and we like we were so excited at that yeah. point and yeah like obviously at the time i definitely felt a lot of fatigue especially going into seven and that was why i i you know really mm. disembodied myself from this franchise for a very long time and i'm super happy i've rewatched them because like i said yeah me too hoffman's one of my all-time favorite horror characters obviously jigsaw's phenomenal the highs yeah like, at the end of i, I love stuff, hoffman like... more than i love jigsaw i said it. oh for sure yeah i said it like I, I like I would love to go back ten years ago mm, and say yeah. that to me, and I'd have, like punch myself in the face. I'd be like, "Shut up, yeah. Hoffman's a fool." He's a, I'm like, he's "No, so Hoffman's good. the best." <laughs> yeah, I really. So obviously, at the end of this movie, he does survive or he is alive, and yeah, that he, gives me huge hope for this next me, movie. Me too. Me like, too. I just pray. Like I, I've been so tempted to look at IMDb to see I know. if he's in this, and I, I know. Um, I want I, I want Hoffman in it so bad. I'm worried because I don't want to put that pressure on this new movie. I want them to just flat out make a good Saw movie first and foremost. Mm. But I do feel like if they don't reference anything that happened about this, the end of specifically Saw Seven, I'll be really disappointed. Like I want yeah. to know what happened. Like the best thing that they could do is if this movie opens, Hoffman somehow gets out of that and kills Gordon. Oh my I would God. literally stand up and applaud in the cinema. <laughs> like I would even need I'll to see the rest of the. I wouldn't even need yeah. to see the rest of the film. I'd be like, boom, film the year they've just retconned like the only thing i hate in saw <laughs> like that would be so good 
Man, imagine if they did that. I mean, then the only thing that exists in this, like, mythology, don't get me wrong, Seven's still a bad movie, but, mm. like, it's just the the fact that Gordon was involved with Jigsaw. But other than that, at least yeah. then, like, Gordon's done, and then we're back with Hoffman. Like, it'd oh, be awesome. It'd be amazing. It'd be yeah. awesome. Like, that's my dream um, yeah. now, because, like, in my, in my mind, I'd kind of, as you did, block Seven out of existence. Mm. So I thought Hoffman was straight up murdered and dead. Yeah. Um, I forgot specifically what happened to Jill and Hoffman. Like I remember that he survived. I remember. Trap. I remember Jill died. Yeah. At the hands of Hoffman, um, with with the with the Amanda trap, but I didn't kind of remember the whole cat and mouse for that entire movie. Mm. Um, because I just remember the tongue, like her tongue, just being yeah. like hanging there. Oh yeah, so and, graphic. Yeah, because that's the to be fair, like that's the only trap that like looks good in this terrible movie of, yeah. of effects. Like mm. that that did look effective, so at least. That gave Jill her moment where it did look good. Yeah, because like, the only saving grace of the movies, the Jill and Hoffman stuff, I do think is good, but everything yeah. else is around um, is terrible. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, my my dream is that the Hoffman is heavily in Jigsaw. Yeah, um, or at least the, the... like I, I just got a feeling that he might not even be referenced, and I feel like that'd be such yeah. a slap in the face to his character if he's not. Referenced I at all. I really feel it will, which is a little bit worrying now that we've yeah. rewatched him and are on the Hoffman train. <laughs> If I had to, if I was betting, I would imagine say if this honestly, movie was called Hoffman. Yeah, if I was betting, I would say that I honestly don't think he's going to even be referenced. Like that, would I, be, I agree. I, I feel like at this point on, they need to get or for the for the good of making actual money and, and continue this franchise. It's just like, right, you remember this guy called Jigsaw, and you remember he does these traps go like that's literally all they're going to continue yeah there's going to be no references to amanda or hoffman or any of these characters or i feel like i feel like potentially at the end of jigsaw we don't know who the killer is still really like i i wonder if it's going to be like a long game that they're trying to play because because i think like that would be a cool thing where it is Mm. literally like 10 years after murders start happening where they're like it seems like it's jigsaw they're like mm. did he have another accomplice like mm. is it him like it's his it's his dna like mm. what what the hell's going on like dig up the grave and then the, the body's not there and they're like who the hell is it and then and then like even by the end of the movie we literally just have someone in a pig mask going like game over and then it's like <laughs> shit we still don't know do you know what i mean yeah and I, then in then in saw nine <laughs> it's revealed it's hoffman yes yeah um obviously watching saw 4 and seeing all the stuff with um the miscarriage of jill that just mm. made, got me really thinking about what could potentially happen in jigsaw like mm. I, I feel like that's a huge moment that's been really glossed over and they really don't go into details which especially in saw we get a lot of details on everything um which mm. really makes me think that there's more to that story and that even if it's not that miscarriage i just got this idea that he did have at least one child in some capacity mm. um which is where i really think this next movie is going to go obviously the one thing that we really haven't touched or that they haven't touched upon in these movies is like any of jigsaw's like actual blood relatives like we know yeah. jigsaw and we know his partner of jill and then all these other people that he came into contact with through being jigsaw you know whether mm. it's through his cancer or through you know hoffman and all this stuff so we don't actually know whether you know jigsaw had prior children or anything like this and i feel like that would be something that would actually work like going forward where if he did have an actual blood relative that wanted to continue this um you know it, yeah if someone's like arrives imagine if they arrive at that bathroom 10 years later just to see if hoffman's dead and they open the door and, and his decomposing body's there and they're just like yup you know something like that could work um just to make sure that everything that that john wanted to happen does still continue to happen um, yeah i know what you mean i guess it's almost like if someone um 
uh, kind of like uh, Scream 3, where the um, movie director doesn't actually realize who his family lineage is until he's yeah. older. Yeah. And then when he does go off the rails, um, mm. he then goes off the rails. It's like this um, you know, child of Jigsaw um, uh, goes... Um, you know, goes off the rails when he suddenly discovers that Jigsaw was his dad and then suddenly becomes obsessed with Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, and then, and then kind of, yeah, wants to then continue the work. Um, mm. it, it's cool. Like I'm so on the Hoffman train now that it, <laughs> it still sounds some, when you, when you originally said that to me, when we were, were like talking off air mm. a while back, I was like, I like this as an idea, but mm. now I just really want more Hoffman. <laughs> Oh, don't get me wrong. I completely agree. With um, you. Like, he's my favorite but, character by far, but I, I think like, he's done. I, yeah, I do too. I do too. I think realistically, we yeah, had a good run with him. We had like the, the, him being the, really cool. In yeah, a few the films. The best we're going to get in this movie is his corpse in the bathroom, <laughs> and I I still don't know whether we're going to get that. I yeah. don't like. I agreed what you said. I personally feel like there's a very good chance that he mm. doesn't get referenced in this movie, I, or I, if I, he I, does. I or if, or if him and Amanda do, it'll just be pure past tense. Like yeah, we won't remember actually, they were their accomplices. Like. Yeah, we won't actually ever know that he was, you know, killed in that bathroom mm. it, by an image. It'll just be like, oh yeah, Jigsaw and his two accomplices. They yeah, they're even obviously, like, because they're going like... to become so secondary to the story. I feel, especially now. This, I mean, this movie being called Jigsaw almost mm. says to you like, it's not a continuation, guys. Like this mm. is something else, and it's. Yeah, I mean, it was originally yeah. called Saw Legacy, which even goes mm. further in that. You know, I feel like it, it was clearly going to be either people, A, inspired by Jigsaw or people related to Jigsaw. Mm. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see that when they're talking about Jigsaw being like, oh, this is like those Jigsaw killings. And they're like, well, what about his accomplices? And they'll be like, well, his only known accomplices were Hoffman and Amanda, and they're both dead. Like, I could easily see something yeah. like that being Yeah, it'll referenced. be something like that. Um, yeah. Or they'll way. be, or they'll be like, oh, what about the Jigsaw killings? We don't talk about them crappy Hoffman killings. Yeah, like, fuck you, Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, like if they, I just hope they don't belittle Hoffman in any way. Like that's yeah. my only hope. But, um, yeah, we shall see. Like we are only two weeks away from this now, which is super exciting to think about. Crazy. Like I, Crazy. I just cannot wait. Like it's, it's definitely my most hyped I've been for a movie this year. Um, we have already we, gone very long on this episode. <laughs> we hitting our rankings. We're gonna hit our rankings. Oh, for the Saw movies, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can go for it. Let's do it. I mean, should we should we do should we do from seven worst to best and do one each? Yeah, go on then. So uh, definitely seven. Yep, that's the worst one. Uh, four then for me. Yep, I completely agree. The Hoffman then, reveal is nice and it, it has yeah. a, is a really good part in the franchise, but as an overall enjoyment movie, it's the second worst. At sure. this point, it gets difficult for me. Yeah, there's then I'm, five excellent films. Yeah, I'm like, it, there's then three movies um, that that then get a bit muddled, and at this mm. point, like watching them all, I'm almost, I'm, I don't, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm like mm. three. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like I'm close to that, you know. I I, yeah. I I I don't know whether I'd commit to that, but yeah, I don't know. I think because I love I love five and six, man. Like I love the Hoffman. I'm all about the Hoff. It's so difficult for me because I think five is not as strong of a movie as three or six, but just the ending but is so goddamn. The good. ending, and I love the retconning. I love yeah. I love all the Hoffman with the traps, and it all makes so much sense. Like I yeah. really. I really loved it. I watched I watched um five, six, and seven back to back. Yeah, to back. <laughs> yeah, I watched six and seven back to back. So into it. Um, yeah. So I I'm gonna say three in, in yeah. at number five. Yeah. Uh, 
and then what about you i mean yeah it's it's either free it's so difficult it's either free five or six like it's mm. you know i i would say yeah. i love the end of five so yeah i would i would i would go for six yeah my uh, i then go i do really like six i then go six yeah i would say three then and then i go then i go five at number oh, three so difficult like... i think i go i think i go five at number three mm. yeah um and then and then i'm i'm two at number two and one at number one yeah i think that is the smartest like that is what i would both agree on yeah um, that's my smart list my heart says different things like especially with like five but i think that's how i am like yeah it's just crazy because at this point if you ask me like what's your favorite moment i'd say the end of five and it's it's insane that it wouldn't be anything out of one and two <laughs> yeah like, that, is my, I... that is genuinely my favorite moment in all of the films like still re-watching it i was like it just blows me away but then obviously the reveal at the end of one is so good as well yeah i don't think you can take away the and like, no one movie one is the one one is just phenomenal like one has to be the top spot and like yeah. i think you know like you said when we talked about the retrospective two does such a good job of mm. continuing a movie that had no right to be that okay. good yeah um and yeah it 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 surprised me how well not weak but like how how three because i did Mm. i did used to think it was the original trilogy and then just the other ones after that yeah and it just goes to show that it really isn't that for me anymore no and that's in the fifth spot for me yeah you know and the six and seven yeah i've really i'm really positive i'm really excited and a little bit upset because i'm like oh no there's so much pressure on jigsaw now man yeah, there is a lot of pressure. But I'm just super excited. Like the fact that my, you know, like I say, my favorite horror franchise is back. Like I'm super yeah. happy that we get to talk yeah. about it, regardless of what happens. Like I think there's a there's a very small chance that they just knock it out of the park and it's my movie of the year. Um, mm. but even at the the minimum, I I hope it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it can't. Can it really be as bad as Saw 3D? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Do you do you really think it can be? No, bad? I think it, no. Actually, no, because be right. I, in terms of dumb traps and plot and stuff, possibly, but I still think, because like I said, I think it's terrible. Um, the the gore, the blood looked awful. The 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 visual effects looked awful. Like the actual film was poorly made, as mm. well as a bad story. Like it was just overtly bad. And then with the 3D, it just like <laughs> you just got this like shit covering of 3D that was awful as well. So the whole thing was awful. I thought, yeah, yeah it can't be as bad. It can't no. be that bad. Yeah. So yeah, we we will leave it at that in our appointment. This is a very long episode. We we will yeah. do our sort of usual stuff at the end of an episode next week. Uh, yeah, when definitely. Our, when our when our usual schedule will return. Were we just going to talk about our couple of fans that wrote in? Oh yeah, that was it. The, yeah, the, we didn't want to miss. Yeah, we don't want to miss those guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, we'll do we'll do our gaming stuff back next week. This is obviously a special episode. Bit, yeah. Bit more longer, but we've I think we've gone well in depth in this movie. So we'll yeah. see what you guys think of it. It's cool to get our teeth into something that we've just been passionate about for so long Definitely. instead of something that you're just watching fresh for the first time yeah there's not many franchises that we could sit down and, and be this positive about for this long amount of time for sure for us personally no. um and, and it's great to see the love out there for the saw movies as well um mm. it's crazy because a few of these that people have mentioned are definitely i completely agree with all of these so as i mentioned before pete burgess 
uh, bringing up the, um, the the transition scenes in Saw Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might retweet this on our account as well, so people can check it out because there's a he posted the video link where someone's obviously edited them. Oh, together. really? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. Um, and it really, like you say, really gives that movie a distinct style. Um, someone else, so uh, Andrew says the Hoffman uh, glass coffin scene always sticks out as one of my favorites. <laughs> of course, who, who said I, that? Sorry, uh, Andrew. Um, Nice. Which is at Voorhees, uh, so yeah, I'm sure he's a big Jason fan as well. Um, but yeah, he, he mentioned at that. Voorhees nailed it on the Twitter handle. Well, it's not it's not spelled that way. Ah. <laughs> um, he also he said also Adam using his flash camera to find the pig. Um, yeah. In the original movie. Such awesome. A, that, that still gets me to this day. Like I always get the jump on that. Yeah, one. that that terrified me. Like seeing that in the cinema. Um, uh-huh. Also, uh, Simon Tuck said, uh, for the most cringeworthy, the Neil scene, obviously in Saw 2. Mm. Um, we talked about that on our previous episode as well. Like that, I think that's the one that makes me squirm the most when I watch it. I it was remember. it was a standout moment back in the day as well. It was mm. almost like, you know, it, it was when the movie started to get like really visually kind of, you know, it was it was a it was a it was a rough one, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you have sort of one singular moment to finish it off? What would you consider to be like your all-time just favorite moment in all? The oh films? Christ! No, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like you said, I think I think the two moments you hit on really the the reveal in in Saw One mm. because I was just when he stands it, up because so it just like hit me in the face because I was just yeah. like, what is this? Like, they I will don't... never they will never ever write a tw- a twist that beautiful ever again because no. it's the most obvious thing staring you in the face for the entire movie. Mm. Like, who is this guy? And then he just yeah. stands up like it's so good. Yeah, so I think you know that, but I I think as well just like so many things from the first movie, like the you know the Amanda trap and mm. and kind of it's just I love the the thing that I touched on the linkage. You know, like Amanda in Saw 1 just kind of, like, gets out of the trap and she's having that interview. But then, like, in the interview, she's like, you know, he he helped me. Yeah. So she's already becoming his disciple in Saw 1. And, you know, and I love I love that, that, you know, like we mentioned Jill with with Jigsaw's box. And that's that goes into like three movies. And Mm. so I I really love loads of that. The world building that they do, the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe way before it was a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I completely agree. Like the actual overall world building, and especially mm. like Hoffman is obviously a key part of that. Like they pretty yeah. much go hand in hand. Is like Hoffman, Hoffman as an overall character, and the way that they really yeah. get into a franchise, as opposed to just a film about this one guy. You know, and that's why it feels because because it, it felt to me like it was almost like a you know what is your greatest hit saw trap, mm. and it's like that's not really what it is for me at this. No. Like rewatching them, it is the plot, and the like we said, the traps almost do get in the way in the yeah, later. I said films. I'd be more than happy to have yeah. the detective movie. Um, you know, and it's like, I wonder if we're in the dark, like, let us know, guys, like, Mm. what, what are your thoughts if you're passionate about it? Because, like, I feel like that's a weird way to come at it, how we both have (laughs) rewatching them. Um, I'd love to know people that that think the same, or, or is it just you're all about the traps? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can watch these movies and not care about the story, because it's such a huge part of it, isn't it? Mm. Like, it isn't just about the gore, but... Yeah. Either way, um, wow! What I'm just I'm just so excited. It's so close now. Like, yeah, cannot wait. But yeah, we we will continue our regular schedule. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of different movies coming out. Obviously, there's a delay on Happy Death Day, but we've got the Snowman and we've got a bunch of really awesome uh, looking on demand stuff. Yeah, which is really nice to always have there on the back burner. Which 
Like, it already seems that November is going to be a really busy month for us just catching up on oh, that Oh, that's going to be nuts. <laughs> it's really good. Hopefully, we'll get all the good-looking stuff that's on the backlog finished before the end of the year, because obviously, <laughs> that's that's when we need to judge it all. But yeah, this is a very exciting time. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Anyway, shut up, I can't Mainly because I never could And how could I start that?